Well, you know That's it's us. That's it. We need a longer intro than that. You know it's us. You cut me off on the vinegar strokes then. <laughs> you know it's us. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, podcast number five. And yeah. we have an absolutely amazing podcast for you today. We have? What's in it? Hold on. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that again. What's in it? There you go. You will suss this out eventually. I mean, there's only eight buttons. Well, eight too many, really. But uh, all kinds. So we've got loads to talk about. The fact yeah. that you pissed off for nine days to Las Vegas and come back skint. Well, there's there's always that. But yeah. we have to interrupt today's broadcast to we bring do. you... Look at this. Look at this. This is an amazing offer that we've got for you guys. And we have to say thank you to today's sponsor... And our only sponsor on this podcast, Beer 52, now... Strategically placed because my address is on this side of the box. I'm only going to say that's got your address on the back. It has. So we're going to run through this pretty quick because we don't want to make the podcast about advertising, but... No. Unfortunately, shit's got to get paid for. Well, it has, but more importantly, it's a beer sponsor. I'm sorry, but that just takes precedence over everything else, doesn't well, it? Well, it does. And while you do the, uh, the gracious unboxing... Yeah. This, when we first got contacted by Bear 52, we didn't even look at the, the, the offer. We just said, send <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. send it. We'll if it's free it. beer, we'll have it. <laughs> but we've also got you guys free beer as well. Yeah. We don't even have to advertise this, but you get a load of stuff. You get a load of beers, you get some snacks. Yeah. And the thing you do get, which will make you feel posh, is, well, apart from all these posh beers, it's... Basically, you can pay five ninety nine just for the postage because it's a big box. So you know, five ninety five, four pence cheaper than you just said. Oh, yeah, every little helps. Yeah, and they'll send you a free box. We've got you that because you know we're amazing and stuff. That's what we do, isn't it? So it's a uh, beer. F- I'm going to go straight to it. Beer fifty two dot com. Yeah, forward, forward slash, slash evil. Evil. Get on and it. Yeah, you just have to pay the postage, and they send you um, a box of beers out. Like this, I think you get eight beers in it, mm. and then um, it's £24 a month after that. Yeah, watch the mic. Sorry. Anyway. I'm getting a bit excited. Yeah, so I've these... Got, I've got everything here. These little... Um, Spider monkeys. You get these in the posh restaurants. Nice, then. You know, when you're waiting for... Well, the posh bars, We've got them say. on the cruise, didn't we? Can yeah, you remember yeah. in the steakhouse on the cruise thing? And you get them while you're waiting for your beers and stuff. Mm. So they go down really well with, with the beers. Now... Genuinely, I haven't tried any of these because I was away when the delivery got dropped off. I smashed them all. You've done mine in. Right. So this is the actual promo package. I'm not you just drank mine. I'm not just saying this for effect for the whole integration, but no joke, the willpower it took for me to not bench press your box as well <laughs> whilst you were away well, was ridiculous. I can't believe you did it because I know your willpower. Honestly, it, well, yeah. It's non-existent. I, I quit smoking in 2013 and that was easier than it was not supping your beers while you were away. Well, like I said, and we don't want to make this about all advertising and stuff, but this is an amazing deal. Five ninety five. Just pay for the postage. Go to beer fifty do dot beer fifty two dot com. Put your teeth forward, in, man. Forward slash evil, <laughs> and just um, yeah, they'll send them to you. Yeah, and just take our word for it. Well, his word. Because I haven't tried They're really good. Well, he said they're good, and he is really good at tasting beers. He loves <laughs> beers in. <laughs> Who's not? Who, whoever drinks beer is good at tasting beer, aren't they? That's just like, yeah. comes with the vocation, fake vocation. And, yeah. I mean, this is an early podcast, so we can't we can't be smashing the beers in, but unfortunately, we're not stuck them in the fridge, so we can't drink them anyway. No, but on no. the next podcast, we'll, we'll drink these. We'll have a few. And then you'll know. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Is that it? Are we done? That's it. All right, we're done. Okay, fine. Back Are we leaving the- them there? Yeah. Yeah. 
let's get back to it. Yeah. So, uh, today's podcast, what's it all about? It's about what we do in the last two weeks, what we do in a normal week. Well, you've done fuck all. Which so, is, this won't which, take very long, will which, it? Which is not much. No. So, I've been away. Shock. He has done a bit while I've been away. A bit. And then we've been back together. But I've been back about about half a week. So we've done some videos. So we'll just go through it all because there's stuff to discuss. Yeah, there is. Like, why did you piss off to Vegas without me for a start? Well, the Vegas thing was I booked the Vegas flight back in uh, March 20, or just before February 20, actually. And then we got locked down. So that trip was actually about nearly two years in the making. Right. So, you know, when you pay for something. Yeah. And then it comes around two years later. It's like you're getting a free holiday. Yeah, because you paid for it so long ago, you forgot you paid for it, and your money's back to normal now. And all that. well, you wouldn't notice. What? So, um, I'll tell you what I want to know about first and foremost, because you were having a whinge about these flights. These flights were well expensive, weren't they? I'm not impressed, right? With virgins. I, I, this is your opinion. This is my opinion. So this is so my opinion. Before virgins start. None of this is a fact. Just what I think of virgin, right? So I paid £5,200 for two upper class tickets. I'd want the plane for that. What did you get for that? Upper class tickets. Well, to be fair, that's just normal, isn't it, for upper class? It's like business, in it? First and business and you get a bed. So anyone that pays for a first or a business seat, they're not asked... The first and foremost, they're like, has it got a live flat bed? Right. And it did. Right. Okay. But it was in the little smallest ass piss ass spot. Yeah. I've got more room away from you here. Really? What to the next person? To the next person who Stop I don't it. even know. Oh, wow. So the seats are like this configuration. So they were angled, weren't they? You're here, yeah. angled. Yeah. And then the next person is basically here. Why are they angled it, in, it, like in towards the plane like that? Yeah. Why? So, what's, what's I the don't know. With that? But I did, um, I did an Instagram post because I was shocked, really, and I was like, whoever's designed this needs shooting. Same as this desk. Well, what's up with it? Because I'm, I'm not comfy. To be, honest, to be honest, that heater's bleeding roasting. Yeah, should we just move it down there a little bit? Sorry, guys. Fucking hell. Should we just turn it off? No, go on then. Go on then. It's me. I'm hot stuff. Can't help it. Hey, this is going to be murder up here in the, in the summer, you know. It's well, going to be hot up it's, here. It's, it's hot now, and uh, we're still in the winter. Mm. Right, come on, tell me about your shit virgin seat. So, going back to... I'll go from the right at the beginning. Yeah. So I went on uh, YouTube, and yeah. uh, some people do this. I, I want to know where I'm going to sit for 10 hours, right? Right. It's all right if you go in Spain, two hours. You're not asked, are you? Sit next to, you'll sit, I sit next to you, you know what I mean? I'm not bothered. Do you not like keeping stuff as a surprise, though? Do you not like... like do you know what I mean? Like, I'd want to... I wouldn't be YouTubing or Googling anything for me. I'd want to get on the plane and be like... Because otherwise, I know I'd neg myself out. I'd think, fuck yeah, it's costing five grand, that, and I'm going to be sitting there and somebody's going to be, like, right next to me here, and I wouldn't want to know until I was on it. And then I'd get myself smashed, so I forgot about it. Well, as positive as I am, optimistic person, you think I'm miserable, but my yeah. outlook on life is yeah. actually positive. So I looked on YouTube, and I seen these seats, and I was like, nah, that's not mine. That's not my plane, that. It'll be a different plane. It'll be a completely different layout. Anyway, it wasn't. That was the layout. Right. So I got in. I got six. For me and my wife, I got six um, K and six whatever, the one next to it, which was on the window as you go in, on the right-hand side going forward. So I didn't want to be in the middle, and I'm glad now because the middle seats were even worse. Really? They're literally, they're facing, everyone's facing each other. 
on the two right hand uh, rows. So I was sat there like this, and then there's another guy here with the, the aisle, and you both. He was with his mate, and it was fine. But I'm literally in their conversation because I can see both of them. You know what I mean? I'm right looking at him while I was having my dinner. I was looking up, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree, mate." Yeah, you know. I couldn't see my wife here. Not that I want to speak to my wife, but she's just like, "Oh, the flight's gonna crash and stuff." Yeah, she doesn't she like shits flying. Herself. She? she likes going on holiday, just not flying. There, she hates back. flying. So I was like, "What? Who am I looking at here?" So anyway. I had, a, I had a spare seat there, right. which is, I'm there, spare seat, and I feel like, right, I can't see the back of someone's head. Because I watched everyone else. Everyone can see the back of everyone's head. Yeah. And I thought, it's shit that. It's a social layout, but in, in, in upper class, first class, whatever, the reason you're going in there is you don't want to sit next to any dickheads, do you? No. Pushing so, your chair and knocking you and making a racket and stuff like that. So am I right in saying then that's as high as you can go on? Is it Virgin Atlantic? Yeah, it's Virgin yeah. Atlantic. Is yeah, that as high as you can go then. Well, it was a seven eight seven dash nine, which is a Dreamliner. Right. Um, I'm not dead well up on it. I just looked because there was a couple of different layouts, and yeah, I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that's definitely the one." Yeah. Unfortunately, I think if you go on a jumbo or a three eighty, which I don't know if they fly to Vegas. Obviously, we we've, we've been on a three eighty in Emirates business. Three eighty, yeah, and it was amazing. It was mega, yeah. Then I went on um, an Aer Lingus, which was an A three two one, which is quite a small aircraft, really, for a transatlantic. Yeah. That was better. Really? Yeah. Air Lingus. I thought, this is a budget. It was the same price, actually, to be fair. Oh, actually, no. I got four uh, business seats for the price of two on Virgin. Really? And the Air Lingus, I thought, was better. Was better. It's um, just, it, the only thing that worries you is when the captain comes over and he starts saying, feck this and feck that. That's the only, that's <laughs> well, the only thing that would worry me. The thing is, on the Virgin, I've seen the three sort of like captains or officers or whatever in the cockpit. I didn't see anybody on the air. They all shout, potato. Because <laughs> they were probably little leprechauns like that, weren't they? <laughs> well, just because okay, they got yeah. a hat on, it doesn't mean you're a captain, mate. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> well, is that a bad thing to say, that? No. Like, leprechaun. It's a fucking joke, innit? I thought I'd said something like that. We like right, the then. Irish. We, we went on the island, island... Well, no, you didn't. I went on the island cannon run. We actually made some good friends. What, well, leprechauns? I don't think... No. I don't think Mark, who uh, I met there, he had the F-150. For anyone who saw that um, uh, island cannon run video, there was a silver F, uh, Ford F-150, and he was driving it around like a hooligan. I've seen it on the video, Throwing yeah. some burnouts. It looked like he was having fun. Yeah, he was. But he, we, we chat now. He's a really nice mm. guy, yeah, top guy. So, uh, well, and he's Irish, he's sound. Proper Irish as well, you know, from the southern bit. Yeah, the proper bit that's proper Ireland. And that, is, again, is a joke. If anybody lives in Northern Ireland and gives a shit about that, it's a fucking joke. Well, they do get a bit upset because yeah, there's something do. about, um, was it London Derry that someone's seen their arse over? Saying yeah. It's not, it's it's one or the other. I wouldn't get involved. Derry, this is another subject that I'm, you know, like with the Mongs, I'm not, I'm not fucking comfortable with. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I'm not, I don't even know what to say to I'm that definitely because... definitely not getting involved. I've never been to Derry, London Derry, whatever the fuck you call it. I, I know I've been to London. It's, na- it's nice, yeah. And I don't like it there. Northern so Ireland is nice. If it's got anything to do with... Um, London in general, then no, it probably is shit. Anyway, um, I think this is better. Am I sorting this out now? Going back to the uh, the beer, just briefly, I don't want to dwell on it, but five ninety nine. That's a price of a pint in London. Five ninety five. Nah, five ninety five. Five ninety six quid. Because it's a fiver, eh? Well, anyway, for the postage on that, you get you get a free beers and. Um, well, do you yeah. know what? Worst case, because I mean, you can pause it or cancel it whenever you want. So, you know, it doesn't, you're not tied into anything. If you don't like the dark beers and stuff, then you can get like the, um, like you can get just light beers yeah, only like and stuff like that. Yeah, two options, yeah. You know, so there's loads of flexibility with it. Have a go. 
it's going to cost you six quid for eight beers. And if Worst you don't, case, like, you don't it, like it, it's the price of a pint in London. That's it. And the first, you know, if this month you don't like it or whatever the month you get yours, wait till next month because you might like them ones. Yeah, it's, it's six quid in it. Six quid in this day and age, nothing. Um, so going back to the Virgin uh, flight, I didn't like the layout of the cabin. Uh, the service, yeah, the service. You can't complain with the service. The stewardesses, uh, if that's what you call Air cabin crew stewardesses, is it stupid? I don't even cabin know. Cabin crew, probably. But, but they're all women, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and you, basically, it's the same woman serving you with the stuff. And she was dead nice and she was, she couldn't be more helpful, right? Right. So, happy with that. Yeah. Um, the aircraft, the Dreamliner, is dead smooth. So, the, the, the yeah. flight was good, but it was just the cabin layout. And I don't think I'd pay to upgrade that price again. I'd probably. Try an alternative like maybe BA or if somebody else flew. So going back to value for money, no, I don't think it was value for money. The beds as well, actually. Didn't you have to stand up to fold your bed out to summit? Are you telling me that? Whereas the ones on Emirates, you had like a, a lecky button that sort of like put you... Yeah, and the same on Aer Lingus. Oh, and Aer Lingus did that as well? Yeah, just really normal recliner seats. It just yeah. goes back. With these ones, all I can think is... It's down to space saving, yeah. or maybe because the Dreamliner is quite a recent aircraft, they've had to do it that way because of the, I don't know, is it the fuselage they call it? The bit, you know, the, the outside The bit? shaft. The, the shell. <laughs> but anyway, that bit that holds you all in and doesn't let you fall out of the mm-hmm. aircraft. Maybe because it's the way that's designed at the front, they've had to do it that way. Anyway, the bed is the most awkward thing. You have to get up, um, fuck about with it. You stood up in the way. And people are walking because it's, you know, busy these flights, aren't they, people? And you're just in the way. It's just like, why don't you have a button that the seat just does that? Dump. No problem. And then didn't you tell me that they're not straight either? They're curved slightly. Yeah, they're slightly curved, which is fine because your natural sleeping position, unless you sleep on your back, which I'm not allowed to because supposedly I snore. That's because um, your balls cover your arsehole, in it? Balls? We got onto this already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, do you know what? I've, I watched, um, it was another podcast, I think I've seen it on TikTok, and some uh, some woman had been duped by a fella for three years. So he kept saying to her, the reason I snore is because me bollocks cover me arsehole, so it plugs, like it plugs the airway <laughs> sort of thing. So she'd been duped into cradling his bollocks for three years <laughs> to keep them <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> and Look I watched you know. it and honest to God, I thought that was fucking There is some brilliant. fucking mongs out there, isn't there? Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to talk about mongs. I'm sure she was a lovely lady. Anyway. Um, <laughs> just thick as fuck. Yeah, going back to these uh, seats. <laughs> so normal ones just to recline back flat and you just go you go to sleep. So the thing is, to me, is it's a bit like the hospital bed scenario. I don't know if I can make that as like a comparison. But imagine being in a hospital bed and you go to sleep, you know, and it reclines down, right? I've, I've got a... I'm sure you're the only person in history that I, that is about to compare a two and a half grand Virgin Atlantic upper class seat <laughs> well, to a hospital bed. I'm talking bed. about Boopery, not like the NHS. Oh, so... I'm talking not, about proper healthcare. Oh, <laughs> same fucking doctors. <laughs> I'm only joking with that. The NHS do an amazing job. Yeah, not that do. I've been there recently because I would prefer to pay the extra and go private. <laughs> but that's only because the hospital's full of COVID patients, aren't they? There's none in Booper, no? Well, Booper, they're, they're a bit more selective, aren't they? About it. <laughs> About who? You got COVID? Fuck off, mate. <laughs> Do you want a hip replacement? Crack on. Yeah. Anyway. 70 um, grand later. 
is um no the nhs i mean if i was if i was desperate i'd go in but um they, they do a great job but all i'm saying is right, i don't want to go off onto the nhs if you can afford to pay we've got health insurance right so if you can afford to pay for it then you're gonna you're gonna go private right and i don't give a fuck who you are you're gonna go private oh i pay whatever i don't even know how much you are as they say it's 300 quid a month right if you're gonna if you're gonna go and pay that you want your money's worth, don't you? Yeah. Like, my wife went in for um, an operation, and this is the thing. She could have got it on the NHS, but the wait for it was ridiculous, and it was in the COVID times as well. This is, like, 18 months ago. And um, she paid to go private, and the reason she paid to go private is I had an operation about five years ago, and I just thought, because it was corrective surgery, I couldn't get it. It was like, yeah. <laughs> Can you elaborate on yeah. this corrective no, I, surgery? I, I, it's me, to, to do with my balls. I it? knew it. Um, no, it wasn't actually. Just to put some on. It was to do with my ass, so it was too big. <laughs> I needed it. I needed it um, Gaping. You know, like, I need going down a little bit, you know, because he keeps calling me tight as fuck. So I thought I might as well live up to my name. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it was corrective surgery. So on the NHS, you've got no chance. It was like years wait. So I was like, fuck this. I'll just pay. It was p- peanuts as well in comparison. It was only a few grand. But oh, peanuts, mate, yeah. It was, really. In, you know, for health... And you got surgeon. Yeah. It was a four-hour operation. Do you not think they're overpaid, surgeons? I mean, three hours of that was trying to find my uh, arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking don't think people struggled with that, mate. Anyway, um... <laughs> it's fucking there for a start. <laughs> oh, well, it's next to your dick on your head. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'll get back to the virgin bit in a minute. But, yeah, so she's seen me, she seen me in this hospital bed, and she's like... It's like fucking Premier Inn, this. Nice. In fact, it was nicer than Premier Inn. Well, it is, because they've let the standards slip massively during, well, we, during the COVID times, Premier Inn. Seriously, it was like it was like a hotel. So she was like, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, yeah, it's great. And so anyway, we left and everything was fine. And then a couple of years later, she was like, I'm not going, I, I want private. Really? So anyway, she, she did it. But that's what I'm saying. If you can afford to go private or with a healthcare, whatever, you're going to do it, let's be honest. And I don't care. Anyway... Some people can't afford to do it. I've been into the NHS loads of times for various things, and and it's fine. But it's like, you know, you can buy, you know, sketches, trainers, but you're choosing to buy Adidas, right? More expensive. Well, I'd have thought, because sketches aren't cheap, I don't think. Well, they're not. They're, surely, surely Adidas are more expensive than Ever sketches. Ever since uh, Jamie Redknapp endorsed them, I reckon they've, well, they've, maybe they've fortunes now. So a shit pair of trainers, right? Yeah. And you choose to buy the extra price ones because you can afford it. It's the same with healthcare. It do, it's just on a larger scale. Right, much so, larger. Yeah. going back to the um, the virgin bed, yeah. Um, in a health, in, in a hospital, any hospital bed, when you, when you're flat and you you're a bit fucked up in hospital, yeah. and you can't move yourself, right? It just you press a button and the bed just lifts you up, right? Yeah. Why can't a fucking aircraft seat do that? Like normal ones. Imagine if you had to get out and they'd be like. Just get out now because it has to fold back for you to get back in bed. You'd be like, are you taking the piss? <laughs> because they've tried to solve a problem that's not there. I think um, I Just think by the sounds of it, you've you've done your virgin flight half arsed. Even though they've had your pants down by the sounds of it. Well, it sounds great. Upper class, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upper class, it's great. Tell you what, Emirates, for the money, was dead cheap. And that's business it, class as well, wasn't it? I think it was 400 quid. It was 1,600 quid return to Dubai each. Bargain. And it was two thousand six hundred. It's it's three hours less to Dubai, so you could factor that into the to, to the price. But it's still a long haul flight, right? Yeah. That that Emirates is worth the extra 
it's worth the Virgin price, if not a little bit more. And the Virgin one probably is worth the Emirates one. You'd pay about 1,600 notes for the Virgin one. I wouldn't want to pay. And that's basically for the stupid-ass bed. You get, you get horizontal eventually, you know what I mean? <laughs> it just takes a while. By the time your bed's gone flat, the flight's over. So, you know, so I'm, what, not, I'm, not, I'm not over over happy with it. No, so what I can imagine, though, is that you've then touched down in, in uh, Viva Las Vegas and you negged out royally because your flight was shit. I've already done in five grand getting there. And then you're annoyed because you think, well, fuck me, I, I was hoping I could look forward to the flight home because it'd be dead gun like Emirates Business Class, but it wasn't, it was going to neg you out, wasn't it? Well, that's the problem, yeah. I was negged out for 10 days. So, right, you got to Vegas. Yeah, got there, safe and sound. Right, and where did you stay, MGM? MGM, stayed there before. It's, it's middle of the road. It's supposed to be a four-star. It's probably borderline, borderline that. Has it got a pool in that? Yeah, it's got all the shit, but it was January. You ain't going in the pool. In There's only out- outdoor pool. Nothing inside. Maybe they have, but I've only ever been to the outside one. In April, May, it's fine because it's, Warmer. you know, it does get nice in the day. Nice for swimming anyway. But it was like 50, 56, 55 degrees was probably the average temp. Right. Which is not warm enough to, to swim. Well, more, more, importantly, more importantly, I am more interested in, so you went to the hire car company. Yes, I did. And said, give me the best V8 that you've got. That's what you obviously said, didn't you? In a roundabout way, that's what happened. I searched the internet right. for a Las Vegas airport rental companies. Not these ones millions of miles away from everywhere. I just wanted to get one at the airport. And at McCarran, which I don't think it's called at McCarran anymore. I think it's called like Harry Reid or something like that. They've what changed is? it. The, the airport. It's been oh, called McCarran. Not just Las Vegas Airport. Well, it is, but it's McCarran. It's right. been called McCarran for years. Right. So they changed it recently. I don't even know. Last time I went, it was McCarran anyway. So they've changed it. But I wanted the car at the airport. Of course you did. But yeah. it's, it's still not even at the airport. Anyway, you get on a bus and it takes you to it. But it's a central bit where... Six dollar Alamo, you know, Enterprise, National, everything's in the same. It's just a massive car lot, right? Yeah. So I looked in that air in all the all the ones in that McCarran Airport location. The only one that I could find something reasonable um, was Sixth. So it's Sixth T. I don't. I think that's how you pronounce it. Is it Sixth? Sixth. Yeah, the, yeah the I car, think I know the one you mean. Yeah, car, like an orange like um, thing. Yeah. So. I mean, I could complain about this, but it's probably my naivety. It, I know about it, but it's still like it still winds you up. So you get your base, your base price. So I got a Challenger RT Dodge, Dodge, yeah, five point seven Hemi, I think it was something like that. Big old V eight, yeah. So that must have had five hundred horsepower, five fifty. It might have done in a different universe, but in this universe that we're in, three hundred and seventy. Fuck off! <laughs> From a five point seven liter V eight, yeah, so lazy. What were they? Do? What? What? Are they only using half of it or something? Well, thinking about it, it's like that's nearly the same size literage as the C sixty three, yeah. And that's got to be running. That's well, stock is four fifty, and that's running probably a little bit more, just because it feel it feels like it to me. But say it's running four fifty as a bare minimum. That's what's that? Nine eighty horsepower more. Well, more importantly, the RS4 is now running, well, from factory, it was, let's say it was 400 horsepower. That's a 4.2, so that's a, a litre and a half smaller, the engine, and it's got more power. And it's also, what, a 2007, so it's 15 years old. 
Yeah. It's just they're just heavy chuggers, aren't they? They just they weigh a ton. And um but they sound you know, it's got the it's, it's they're just V eights. They sound good, don't they? I could've I could have got a cheaper one. But to be fair, the car price um rental car price has gone up so much since covid and i think i heard something how true this is i don't know but especially in europe and stuff because europe was shut for so long all these car hire places in like spain and stuff i think some of them sold the stock right because car prices was high so they binned it all off but now you're going back they've had to buy a new fleet so the prices have gone up how true that is i don't know but you know it's food for thought isn't it you know well yeah you think so, about so, it it makes sense so you had your um 370 horsepower, 5.7 litre V8 for how long? Uh, 10 days. And exactly how much did it cost you for 10 days? Well, the price was $1,000 on the website, so $100 a day. Yeah. By the time you had all the insurances on, it was uh, $1,250 or $1,300. Damn. But that's the, the collision damage waiver and stuff like that. Right. Then when you get to the desk, the guy makes you... Take the other stuff out as You're well. You're too easily sold to you, you know. Yeah, but the thing is, he's basically negged my wife out. Oh, and then she's looking at me like, oh, you know, you, you need that. And it's better to be safe than sorry. I'll just be like, I won't, don't even want any insurance. I don't <laughs> even from me. I'll just fucking go home. You know <laughs> just leave I mean? it out in the desert. I'll just leave it. Home. It's not even my address on the paperwork. So, <laughs> so it was like, I had the insurance. If I crashed into someone or the car got stolen or whatever, then it was all covered. And I thought, what else can go wrong? Then he started saying, well, it's America and people can f- sue you over here and stuff and you're not covered for that. So basically it's an extra 200 quid. And like, my wife was like, oh, just just pay it. It's it's just better to be safe than sorry. So basically 1,500 quid I had my pants pulled down for. Okay, now. And the thing is with car hire places is, especially on long haul, you get to your destination after 10 hours, which is not 10 hours. It's the best part of 15 hours. Because you get to the airport, check in, then you're waiting in lounge, then you get through the onto the flight, and then the flight takes longer than because you've got you got to get on and get away, and then land, then sit in, and then get to the, the gate, and then get off the plane and get through security. All that time, you just like just fucking give me the keys. <laughs> I can't be asked. I'm just I just want to go to my hotel. Yeah, let me sign that. See you later. I just just pay you anything. I just want to get in the car. Yeah, but. The reason I did upgrade as well is the the base model cars were so expensive as well. So, so we're talking like eight hundred upselling you easily. Yeah, it was eight hundred for just a, a car because we had two big ass cases. The thing is with Virgin, the good thing with upper classes, um, you get thirty two kilos in your case. So we had two cases which were big. You need that for all your coats, don't you? Well, I took I took six coats with me. I knew it. I knew it. You and know. that's it. You still left sixteen at home. Well, how did, you, how did you stand there and choose? The only reason, well, I was struggling. It was like, mm, I don't know. But um, I got my wife to pick in the end because she knows me better than I do. So I took me six coats. And if you believe this, you'll believe anything. And um, Well, you bought two while you were away, didn't you? I did, actually. Well, that's why I only took six because I thought if I buy any, you know, I've got to leave space. Oh, is this all just in case you got papped in one of the coats? Well, you, yeah. You didn't get. You... I, I couldn't afford to go in my old coat. <laughs> I mean, I've had me, I've had my money's worth out of it. I've paint on it and everything, but yeah, I've retired that now. But um, yeah, the only reason um, I bought a coat in Vegas is because I bought two here, and I had to send them back because I didn't like them, and I never seen any. I've been to the Trafford Centre. Anyone knows where that is? It's in Manchester, shopping centre in Manchester. Yeah, and I've been in there. So if I can't find a coat in there, there's something wrong, right? 
There's shitloads of places in there. Well, Still yeah. couldn't find one. Well, you were looking for the most expensive coat, that's why. I didn't want a shit one. <laughs> How much was your coat from a... Not that much. Canada Goose? Not as much as the ones that you How was How much up. was your coat in Canada Goose? 825 quid. I rest my case. I saved up for ages for that coat. Okay, now and I'm talking about operations for three what? grand. I wasn't even, I wasn't even gonna, um, I wasn't even gonna buy it up until you said, well, you basically said, if you don't buy it, I'll buy it. So I was yeah. like, well, fucking, I've got to get it now. It was a nice coat. I've got to get it now, haven't I? And I would have bought it because I was looking <laughs> for a coat. It was cop. just plain and black. And he was like, I'm buying that now. Yeah. going to beat you to it. I bought it there and then in Rada. Basically, I, I had shit in my hand and he was like, I'm, he had his phone in his hand. He was like, right, right, I'm buying it. I was like, fuck, I'm putting this shit down. I need to fucking order this coat. <laughs> I, I, can't, he I did can't it. have that. It's the only one I liked because they fucking kind of do use with his stupid fur on the odds and that. 200 quid for the fur. Did you get fur? No, did I shite? You should have done. No, £200 for a bit of fur that I don't want. Would have finished even... it off now. No, I don't want fur. <laughs> Definitely don't want fur on my coat. But um, but yeah, so you needed a coat because you said it was quite chilly anyway, didn't you? It's the coldest I've ever been and I've been to Vegas. Have you been in January before though? Yeah, yeah I have actually. Oh yeah? Uh, well, saying that, I haven't... Full of shit, you. I got there on February the 1st. I was in California in January. Right. So I was in California in two thousand and two or three for the Super Bowl not for the Super Bowl it was just I just remember watching it and then we left the next day and the Super Bowl is usually as far as I know is at the end of January right. and we got there and it was 90 degrees when we got to Vegas on February the 1st I'm going back well 20 years ago um, climate change isn't it it's supposed to be getting warmer it's getting colder there it was freezing I'm not sure cho- like I had hoodies on yeah and then this is inside Right. And then outside, I had another jacket type thing over my hoodie. It was cold. Well, it weren't as bad as it was here. I can tell you that. Tell you what, I bet it wasn't far off. You know, was it pissing it down? <laughs> it didn't rain. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, no, that's one thing it doesn't do yeah, much of in Vegas. I don't think so. No, it's just a bit. It's just a bit chilly. But um, yeah, it's changed a lot, of Vegas. Because if anybody's been to Vegas over the last few years, you'll notice. And this isn't just Vegas, this is like the whole world. Prices, you know, they've gone up nice. Yeah. But when I first started going in early 2000, I remember going slots of fun, slots a fun. I don't know what it stands for. Slots a fun? Slots I thought of fun. Slots, slots of fun. Slots of fun? I don't mm-hmm. know. But anyway, that's what it's called. It's and it's say sluts of fun. Well, it's probably closer to the thing, yeah. Sluts. <laughs> Are sluts fun in Vegas? I don't think so. They're probably just expensive. Very expensive. And not very and fun. Nickel all your money off you. And to be fair, slots aren't fun either, especially when you're losing. They're only fun when you're winning. And when you're getting free drinks and pissed. Well, that is it. But slots of fun, I don't know what it's like because it's now, because I've not been for years and my wife won't step foot in it because you used to walk in and stick to the carpet. Oh, was it that bad? It was grim. Why? So, out the whole of Las Vegas, you why did you go to a shithole? Because it was 50 cents for a bottle of beer. <laughs> and to be fair, I went with my mate, and he didn't have much um, at the time. And to be fair, I wasn't rolling in it. But So we went in, and we got hammered. And it, wasn't, it didn't matter if you gambled. You gambled, but it didn't matter. They were giving you 50 cent beer. So it was like, you can have that for free. I was just like, I don't fucking pay for it, mate. I'm not asked. It was like the equivalent. I don't know what the exchange rate was at the time, but it, it, it might have been fifty to the pound. So it was, I don't know, 35 pence, 30 pence a beer. And this is for like, you know, normal 330 bottles of beer. Like that size there, that one. I'd so, have been making the excuse that I was stuck to the carpet so I didn't have to leave for 30 pence a beer. And we got hammered in there. Yeah, I bet. And then... 
wherever you wanted to go after it, you did. But I can't say slots of fun has gone expensive because I've not been in there, but the casinos and stuff, it used to be about $3 a bottle of beer. Mm-hmm. And then if you gamble, you obviously get it free. But now you've got to gamble uh, $20 minimum. Depends where you go as well. So if you go into a ri- like if you go into the win, I think you've got to probably gamble more. What's the win? It's just one of the newest. I say it's not dead new. It's a few years old now. But Steve Wynn, who's like built a bit of Vegas, he's right. like owns a few of the bits and bobs of the hotels and All stuff. Right. He's built that. That's why it's called the win after him. But I don't know. I think you have to gamble a certain amount before you're even eligible to um, get free drinks. And that's in the Bellagio. We stayed in the Bellagio. And one of the bars in the Bellagio, can't remember which one it was. Bellagio. Bellagio. They don't even offer you free drinks. You just gamble and you don't get free nothing. So you've really? still got to pay. I was like, fuck this. This isn't Vegas. Vegas to me is comp. You get comped, right? Right. This what do you is... mean? Compensation for gambling? <laughs> you should do. But you, got co- you get uh, complimentary stuff. Right. right? Okay. Yeah. So everything used to be comp in, uh, comped in Vegas, right? So... You go, I've been in places, like, you can get free food if you're playing poker. Oh, that sounds good. I you know could I mean? work with that. You'd be on a poker game. Not that I did, I've just seen it happen. Yeah. And look, do you want some food? Yep. Yeah, crack on. Yes, I do. Uh, and I'll have a beer with yeah, that as Papa well. Papa John's. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, you just nip to the pizza shop yeah. and get me some Same pizzas. But yeah, you can get free food. This is going back a few years. So um, it was dead easy to get stuff comped. You could get comped rooms, everything. I mean, if you gambled enough, you'd get free everything. So now we've got an MGM live card and we're on like a gold status, which means you've you've gambled quite a bit. So for us, we get free valet. So you just got to tip them, which believe it or not, does save you a bit of money. Because hotel parking, the hotels are that big. It's a trek from the parking lot to the, uh, well, they call it parking garage, don't they? Um, to your room so if you've got you've got a bit of stuff it it can and then valet a day if you're paying for it it's 24 dollars a day fucking hell plus tip you've still got to tip them just to go and fetch your car from a car park yeah 24 dollars a day how long do you reckon that takes well it takes about depending how busy the valet is no no how long do you reckon that individual how long do you reckon it takes them to walk well that's what i'm saying the hotel to your car and drop it back off how long do you reckon that process takes well i know for a fact it takes no more than five minutes 24 $24 five minutes. Yeah. Well, you're obviously Flying. paying for the privilege of them parking your car. But Fucking not joking. Storage. Yeah, but the thing is, if you were to go out in your car, back in, and then needed the car again, you got to pay $24 again. Fuck mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah. So we, as a gold um, M-Life status thing, you Don't get free you. valet. Right. And you also get cheap rooms. So a room that would normally cost, um, what, $2,000, Costs about $500. Really? So the room we got should have been $2,000. It was $500. And the reason we upgraded is because we get that much discount. So we got like a king executive way over the top. Not like a dead plush room. Like I say, it's, it's a pretty dated hotel now. But you get plenty of space. And um, yeah, the beds are always good in Vegas. You never get a good view out of the hotels. You say you get a strip view, but it means you can see edge of the strip. Like, like that, that much? Yeah. Right. And to be fair... I'm not really asked. I was when I first went. I've seen it enough. I don't need to see it from my hotel room. So we had a back view out of the MGM going out towards um, Tropicana, which is the road that runs down the back. So basically you can see the back end of Planet Hollywood and stuff like that. It's not the best. And the Polo Towers, it's not the best view. But 
I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? Better than the view from my house, mate. A view's a view, isn't it? Yeah. We're in with a view. So <clears> we get we get real cheap deals on the on the on the hotel rooms. Plus, you get um resort fee in Vegas. And no matter what room you take in the MGM, you're paying thirty nine dollars a day plus tax. So it's forty five dollars a day for a resort fee, and the resort fee is the use of the facilities. So if you want to pay, if you want to go to the pool, not that you would in, in the winter, maybe some people do, I don't know. Um, and all the facilities, like you, you've got gym facilities, just normal like hotel facilities. Is this compulsory? You've got to pay this. Yeah. Why don't they just put in with the price of room then? I don't know. Like, but you get that for free. Oh, right. Okay. On, so on this gold. Uh, you, you, right. you get it waived, So right? you get something for free that doesn't actually exist because they're proper having your pants down there. They've had it for years. Yeah. If you went, if me and you went and we had separate rooms, yeah. they, even as not a Gold Life member, you used to be able to get one waived. So it'd be like, you can waive yours, but you're paying for yours. Right. You're still paying for something. Still a half price, isn't it? Still $20 a day. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Just, yep. just have it in the price of the room. The, the room exactly, is, yeah. it's $500, but you got the, so you just make it $540. Or No, however much it is for however long. I like, agree. Why, why, why make it a separate thing? Because that just neg me out. Yeah, there's no argument. If you've got to pay for it anyway, just put it in the fucking yeah, price of the I, room. I completely agree. Stupid. Yeah. That's Vegas, everything. And, and you'll realise what I mean in a minute because I've got a right rant. Oh god! And I, and I think I might have spoke to you about this when I was in Planet Hollywood walking around because I was that pissed off. I think I rang him over it. Anyway, and I said I'd tell you on the podcast as well. So, yeah, you've got the resort fee and then you've got sales tax. What? Yeah, on top of the price. So your price that you see. So if you was to book a room on Expedia, I think this used to, you'd have to check. But make sure it, in, it includes resort fee and taxes because if it doesn't, your bill's going to go right up. So you might look at it and say, oh, room, 500 quid for a week or $500 in Vegas. It ain't. It's more. Put another $300 on top for resort fees and taxes and stuff like that. And then the fuckers in six when they try and get the extra insurance off you. Wow. You know, and then all the other stuff that they take off you when you get there. So take plenty of money. If you go to Vegas first time, just be aware there's this there's stuff, there's taxes and this brings me on to the money in um, restaurants. So this really fucking wound me up. I'm not even going to me- mention the restaurant. Why? I want to know. No, because I can't do it. Why? Because I want to know now. Come on. Like, I give my opinion on Virgin, right? So this is your opinion on this I know, restaurant? I but I don't want to because I'm going to... Shit house. It, I can't because they might, they might take me to court for this. No, Why? Because won't even listen to this might, podcast, will they? They might do. We've it's not got, Mackey's, is it? Hey, 5,000 views on the last one. <clears throat> right, okay. Anyway, went into this uh, restaurant. Just a basic... I'm going to get it out of here. We're going. Um, it's a basic, like a, a themed restaurant. So it's in Vegas. Small place, not what like a big... What themed? Like it's got a theme. What is the like theme? Like it's got the sweets and stuff on it. You know, outside. So it's it's got like... Or like Willy Wonka or something. Yeah, like... No, not Willy Wonka. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's based around sweet stuff, right? Uh, any particular sweet stuff? I'll tell you in a bit. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it out of it. So, anyway, it's got, like, it's got like a sweet, sugary sort of, like, um, theme. Yeah. Anyway, so we went in. We didn't go in for, like, cupcakes or anything. We went in for just normal food in the afternoon. So, we walked in, and I had a steak sandwich. Oh, I know where it was, I think. All right, well, is this well, where I recommended? It is, isn't it? Where did you recommend? IHOP. 
No. Oh, oh no, I always... I, 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 that's where I give the biggest tip. Really? Yeah, I it was good. good. I enjoyed it. But that. I can't believe International House of Pancakes is what it stands for. And I got a breakfast. And you didn't have pancakes? <laughs> you fucking I had French toast. About? French toast and uh, just some bacon and eggs and shit like that. I hope but, it's um, the dog's bollocks. Yeah. It was good. And this other place, so yeah. we got in the afternoon, it was like one o'clock, so I got a steak sandwich and you get fries with it. And my wife got a chicken sandwich and you get fries with it. So this chicken sandwich, it's just like a bit of a club sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. $16 for the chicken one, $17 for the steak one, right. which is about, what's that? I don't know, twelve fifty. Yeah. Which, not let's the, be honest. Not the cheapest sandwich, but you're no. in Vegas, so yeah. To be fair to it, it was real good. Yeah. It was real nice. Okay. Then I get the bill. This is what fucking wound me up. Why? So they automatically add a 20% service charge. So is that their tip then? You would ex- service charge, service as in bringing you the shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? So which you'd expect them to do in a restaurant. <laughs> you would You don't do, have yeah. the option to go and fetch your own shit, do you? Well, not really without getting kicked out. I'll just go into the kitchen and make it myself. Yeah. And it's like, get out. Yeah. But yeah, right, okay, so, so 20% on 20% top. 20% on That's top. That's their tip then. That should be their tip. So That's their tip, right? Yeah. Oh, no. What? Then at the bottom of the receipt, it's like um, gratu- gratuity. Um, they work it out for you. I think they do it here, actually. Uh, 15%, 18%, and 20%. They give you three options, so it's easier to work out. Right. And then they wanted that as well. What, on top of the service charge? On top of the service charge. I was like, you're taking the fucking piss. And are they using that, that, they're taking that percentage based on the price of your butty plus the service charge? Plus, yeah, then they want another 15 to 18% to 20%. They even put the 20% in. I was like... So, so this $33 thing... So you say 25 quid for, for a couple of butties, this, right? It was $33. It worked out, if I would have given everything, $60. <laughs> I was like, you're taking the fucking piss, mate. Well, it was actually a woman. And I was actually that annoyed. I just went up, dinged it on my thing and walked out. I was you like, mean? you're taking the fucking piss. Yeah, that's taking liberties. That like, in, in Warrington now, in Stockton East, right, they automatically add that service charge of 10%. And then they say, well, take it off if you want. Well, how about, don't fucking put it on in the first place. Yeah. And I'll tell you if I want to give you a tip. This country, in my opinion, doesn't, we don't base restaurant service on tips. That's American to me. Yeah. If you want to give a tip, crack on. We're used to the, it being in with a price. Mm-hmm. I appreciate good service, but that's what they're fucking getting paid for. Uh, in, do you know what? Right. This is my, this has been my... Um Someone was talking to uh, to me about this the other day, saying, "Did you did you um, uh, tip your um, bin your your uh, bin men mm, at Christmas?" Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck for? <laughs> it's their job to empty the bins. Yeah, yeah. That's what they get paid to do. do you know, like you know, that's like somebody saying, "Did you get tipped to sell a car?" That was my fucking job. But that's the thing. It, that's up to you yeah. if you want to do that. If you want to think, well, I give, I, I give the bin man a right load of shit this, this year. You know what I mean? How? You know what I mean? Or just bins no, full I of mean, shit. bins full of shit, yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give him a box of biscuits. Here are, lads. Fucking share them out. You yeah. know, a five quid box of biscuits. Just a gesture, right? That's your choice. Yeah. This, what this winds a monetary me up, tip. What winds me up is what I'm talking about. Stuff. They're putting it on Yeah. before. So if you're there pissed up and you're just like, yeah, ding. And I'll just pay for it, right? Yeah. You don't even know, so you get in charge, and then they put it. You're right there, mate. Yeah, you know sorry, that it's mic, just yeah. fucking annoying me a bit. All right, go on. I am listening to you. All right, every word. So, 
yeah, the, it's when they put it on automatically and then put on the receipt. You know, take, we'll take it off if you want. Don't put it on in the first place. Yeah. I've agreed to pay 13 quid for a, whatever you go for. I didn't agree at any point to automatically get charged. And how many people, and do you know what? It's pre-checked. Um, it's like when you go, it's the same as when you go into a website um, and it, something's pre-checked, take out this two quid insurance for your purchase. Yeah. Did it? I'm not going to say again, the, the company, but these fat heads on here that, that boost the signal, the 60 quid. So I'll get it from this particular um, website and they automatically pre-check two quid for insurance. But if, what? If, you're, if this gets damaged or lost or broken. Well, there's every chance of that in it. Yeah, but whose fault's that? That ain't my fault. I've bought that for 60 quid. Yeah. That ain't my fault if it gets lost. I've not even touched it. If I if I got it and then lost it, that's my fault, right? Yeah. So they're charging you two All quid. Oh, this is in post, in, in delivery? Yeah, yeah. You've got to insure for two pound in case what you've bought goes lost in transport. Fucking joke, isn't it? Absolute <laughs> fucking <laughs> they're joke. They're taking the piss. Yeah, they're taking is that the even fucking a, piss. Is that even a thing, that? I didn't even know that existed. Well, the thing is that oh winds me up. It was yeah. pre-checked and I just checked out last time. That's my fault for not checking it, right? Yeah. But you go through that many, like, things like... 60 quid, right, ding, put it in the basket, right, okay, put your dress in, put the thing in and everything. There's that much shit, and life's busy, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's dead busy, and you're just like, right, I need to I need to buy it, bang, bang, bang. And then it's sort of like in a place where it's off your eye line, because yeah. it's off to the side away from the bit that you're doing, so you don't see it. How many especially people? Especially your eyesight. But, well, yeah, I, I can't see shit on the best of days, so especially when it's over there on a <laughs> fucking dead wide screen like that. So, you're like, you miss it, and... That's the thing. It's pre-checked. Yeah. That's what winds me up, the pre-checking of it. And it's the pre-charging you for service that you've not agreed to pay. In the, what it should do, on the restaurant, it's probably there in black and white. You're going to get charged 10%, whether you like it or not. But we'll take it off. That's the thing. Don't put it on in the first place. Because the thing is as well, like, do you reckon you'd be, I'd be embarrassed as a uh, waiter or, you know, as, as somebody, if... I don't know, your, your food come out and it weren't right or I'd fuck something up or I don't know, you know, just something. And then I go at the end of the thing, there's your bill and it's got a service charge and a gratuity on it. I'd be like, oh, I don't really want to give them this. It's been a shit show from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We'll, wave, we'll take this 10% off and then another 10%. That, <laughs> well, the 10% that shouldn't be on it in the first place. Yeah. Just put, just put the price of... See, this is a thing. I I agree with you. The hotel thing with the service charge and the stuff like that. Just tell me how much it's going to be yeah. before I even turn up. And then I know. Yeah. And it's the same with restaurants. If it's 18 quid on the, on the menu, just give out your tips in that. I'll just charge me 20 quid. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I know what I'm paying then. I just, and then I don't know. Then if I want to give a tip on top, whether we, you're giving that tip to them or not, yeah, it's an option. Right. So this is clearly... I mean, to be fair, you don't like giving your money away at the best of times, so... Well, I give the IOP woman um, $10 tip. Was she tip. good, yeah? Yeah, yeah, she was an older lady. But it was reasonably priced in there. I just thought it was a nice environment and, like, very... She was very pleasant and I just enjoyed the experience in there. Right. It's nothing special. It's just like a... I don't even want to compare it to. I don't, like a harvester here or something like yeah. that. Um, and you just go in and get your breakfast. But yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed my good experience. recommendation by me. 
It was, yeah, yeah, nice And that one. was 2009 when I was back in America. That's how long ago that was. It could have been shit. Yeah. Well, what's can't the believe you didn't have pancakes, so. <laughs> if I went back again, I'd probably get it, but I'm mm. not going back until I go for back end of the half year. stack because no animal can eat a full stack. You know, like the, you know, American style pancakes, they're about that big, aren't they? They're about that thick. Mm. Chocolate chip pancakes, right? So they do a full stack that's six. Ugh. They're massive. Right, I'm not joking. It's up here, out here, massive. And I, I fucking love pancakes. Love them. And I, I had a half pancakes, stack. Yeah, oh, I love pancakes, mate. And I was 20. And I was on no joke. You 20 stone. You wouldn't believe me now, but I was about 10 and a half stone when I was 20. Wet through. Seriously. I was super skinny. Then I met my missus and it all went tits up. But so um, Blame a woman. It's true, isn't it? But then, yeah, I couldn't even finish half stack because they were that, they were literally that big and, and but they were, they were really good. For those, I think there is a chap in America that watches actually. Yeah. So yeah. you'll know. You'll yeah, know you'll the know how good IOP is. What's it's the other one called? It's not Wendy's, it's the other brand. Denny's. It's Denny's. Denny's, that's it. Yeah. So we went to Denny's first, that's very similar to yeah. IOP. And um, I tipped in there as well because you can tell, we went off the strip, it was like right down, I can't remember, on Sahara, which anyone knows where that is, right down the strip, north, and then you go down to the left, um, and it's right off the strip, out of the way. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to, if you didn't hire a car in Vegas, you wouldn't be able to get there. So it's like where probably the locals go. Right. Like who live around or work in the area. Yeah. And I tell you what, you can genuinely tell that they're dead happy in there to be working in there. They're like, they love, they love the service side of it. And, um, Americans are generally good at that though, aren't they? Yeah. The but, service, they love that. We but, ate it. Yeah. But on the strip, it's like a little bit false, I think. Right. Because I don't know why, because it's mainstream and stuff. The stuff off the strip, you get a better, I think you get a better service. Right. That's just my opinion. That's probably because they're not used to dealing with pissed up dickheads day in, day out. There is always that. And they don't fucking put the service charge, pre-check it, and then expect <laughs> a fucking tip on top. So anyway, I basically give them more money. Right. Because they didn't ask me for it. Right, fair play. You know, because no one likes forced to, you know, I'm not saying the inland revenue, you'd give them more money if they didn't ask you for it. You give them what they fucking asked for. Well, you know. Yeah. But if they say, you decide this year how much tax you're going to pay. Nothing, thank you very much. Could you imagine <laughs> if, you, if you ever had that conversation with the tax man? Oh, Jesus You decide Christ. how much tax you want to pay this year. Yeah, nothing. The fucking phone wouldn't be down <laughs> quick enough, would it? <laughs> fucking don't call me again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, um, the service thing now is just, it just winds me up. But um, apart from that, yeah, Vegas was um, just the usual expensive gambling, drinking, and yeah, gambling, drinking, and we did stuff. We went to Death Valley, so we took the uh, the Hemi to Death Valley, and do you know what the roads in Vegas? Well, they weren't even in Vegas. We ended up Death Valley's in California, right. so it was a two hour drive. But to get to it, the scenery is great. It's like dual carriageways, or not even dual carriageways at the biggest. And like some of it, single carriageway, there's no one out there. And then you see a speed, you see a speed sign for like 55 or 65 and people are doing it. No. Seriously. They're doing the speed limit out in the middle of the desert. And I'm not joking. These roads, it's just like, it just goes to a, a like a vanishing point. I think that's yeah, what you yeah, call yeah. it, right? Suit like arrow straight. Yeah. Because no, they don't have to go around anything because mm. uh, uh, America going out there, that bit is quite flat. It's only till you get to their mountains and stuff at a certain point where it starts to yeah, go up mountains and Mountains generally aren't flat, are they? <laughs> no, unless you cut a hole straight through them <laughs> like a tunnel. So 
yeah, there's just nothing there. You can see for miles. No one's going to pull out on you. There's no, I mean, there's, someone might run across the road like a deer or something, but. So you don't, so you don't get like the, you know, on films when you see like a fat copper on a motorbike eating a donut. There's you don't nobody get any of that there, with a speed no. gun. No, seriously. And then he drops his donut and fucking. <laughs> no. He's like, he's trying to get his bike started and then he chases after you. No. In you the don't 20, get that. In the 20 years I've been going, I've <laughs> never seen a motorcycle cop do that. <laughs> I haven't. I got. I got done for doing a legal U-turn years ago. What? But I don't even know where the copper was. Was he a fat copper eating a donut? Uh, no, I don't think he was. He was ah, in. Got he, it. He, I don't even know where he come from. I did this U-turn. I didn't know. It was like I'd only just started driving. It's probably the third time I'd been, and I just turned. I didn't know I couldn't. Anyway, he let me off. I said I'm from the UK, and he was like, "You're a dickhead. <laughs> I'll let you off. I can't be asked with the paperwork." Yeah. So. Yeah, there's cops out there, but right. even if they were on that road, you'd see them a mile away. And by the time you'd seen them, you'd slow down to the speed limit. Yeah, true. And all I'm getting off my wife is, slow down, I can hear the engine, because she wants to go to sleep. As soon as you hit a road anywhere, and it's like she knows she's going to be on it for like an hour, she's like, right, where's my pillow? Goes to sleep. But she was listening. She covered, her, she covered herself up. She was listening to the engine. Knowing that she you was were flooring like, it. Slow down. So no, it's just, it's the, the Hemi, isn't it? It's the Hemi making noises. It's not actually going that fast. She she wouldn't last, knowing how we were on the cannon run to Marbella. Oh, no chance. She would not last 30 seconds. Not a chance. I mean, the average speed through some parts was must have been 120 mile an hour. I would say so, yeah. And we can say that because... Um, it wasn't us driving. It wasn't. We were passengers. Yeah. I don't know who was driving, but it wasn't no. me. We were no. just saying our average speed, as in collectively... <laughs> if you were, if you were to, to, totaled everyone's speeds <laughs> yeah. up but um, yeah and some people were, that was slow we weren't even keeping up with people no like some some were and you know it's it, there's a time and a place the roads that, that were in uh, Spain were very sort of very good and clear and to be fair the lane I thought it was um, I was quite surprised at their lane uh, discipline compared to ours you know, their lane discipline over there was yeah. better than ours. Like, if they saw... To be fair, though, I reckon if you saw a bright yellow McLaren flying up... <laughs> or it was bright green, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, Flying up the, uh, um, you know, the, the fast lane of the dual carriageway, you'd probably think, ah, I'll, I'll stay where I am and then I'll go after her. Well, that's it. Fucking idiots in this country would pull out in front of you. Oh, just out of spite. They do it just to go, ah, oh, he's fucking driving too fast, I'll pull out in front of him. But the thing they do here is they move over and then they start indicating, then they look in the mirror. Yeah. And it's like, they're already in the lane. Yeah. It's like, you could have done that in the reverse order. What is it? Mirror signal manoeuvre? Mm-hmm. Is that what they taught you when yeah, you passed is, the test? Yeah. yeah, I thought it was. No, but nobody knows that here. But um, in America, yeah, you can basically, you've got the shittiest speed limit. Like, I think 65 is like the highest speed limit they do. I didn't see anything higher than that. Maybe it's different in different states. But if anything, it should be 165. Yeah. There ain't nothing around. Well, that's the thing that... Uh, do you know what do you reckon people would pay if the if at the beginning of that dead long straight road they had a toll booth and went it's ten dollars but you can fucking hoon it down here would you pay it? It'd be pointless. Why? Because my wife, anyway. wife wouldn't let me go that fast. <laughs> you just drop your drop your wife off at the toll booth. Just say right, you hang on. I'll see you in a few hours. Well, if it was on my own, I'd give him a tenner and a tip. <laughs> Service was impeccable. I yeah, shall see you in a amazing. couple of hours. I'll see you on the way back. See you in about two minutes on the <laughs> other side. But yeah, the, out of anywhere, all the countries I've ever been to, America's got the lowest speed limit and it's where you could comfortably 
go the fastest. Yeah, nice straight, nice open straight, road. just nothing there. Like I say, I mean, some of it they say watch for like wildlife and stuff. I've never even seen any of it. No, maybe bet. it comes out at night time. I don't know, but there's not any any of that because they were like, oh, something might run across the road. If it does, you fucked at sixty mile an hour anyway. So yeah. if I was doing hundred and sixty, you'd still be, it'd still be dead. Well, chances are you'd have passed it before it crossed the road if you're doing yeah. hundred and sixty. Exactly. So you might as well just do hundred and sixty. That's the moral of the story, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sort the, the speed. But when I was there, I, I don't know if this is true. I was just tripping while I was watching because I was pretty pissed when I was there. But I'm sure they said uh, Nevada, uh, Las Vegas doesn't have any speed cameras. Really? Yeah. So I'm be like going for years. I'm like fuck's sake. So I've been doing the speed limit for all this time because when you get into Vegas on the freeways and stuff, I don't smash it down there because I can't be asked. It's just, they're pretty, I-15 going from like right through Vegas down the side. It's like, it's a busy motorway. You know, there's lots of people on there doing all kinds of stupid stuff over there. There's no such thing as undertaking. I don't even think it's illegal. You're just in a lane and you, you just, that's, just pick your lane and go for it. Yeah, just crack on. You just pick whichever one. Eeny, meeny, miny, moan. Just, you can go whatever. Obviously, speed limit. Well, it's a bit like this country now, isn't it? Now we've got an extra lane. Four well, lanes on some motorways. People I think, just pick it and fucking stay there and don't move. I think we'd have to like dedicate a whole podcast, two hours, to the motorway drivers. <clears throat> because the four lanes now on a smart motorway, some of them, are they, are they five on some now on the bigger ones? Possibly. Possibly, but you've got at least four on a smart motorway because yeah. the, the hard shoulder is now a lane. Mm-hmm. It's like people have moved over. So it's like the hard shoulder lane now is the slow lane. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I can't, I can't go in there. I'm going to move over to the other one. So, but then it has a knock-on effect because all the other fucking idiots move over doing 60 miles an hour in the fast lane. So they're doing 50, 60 miles an hour in the fourth lane of the motorway, yet there's nobody in the second... First and second First lanes. and second lane. Yeah. I mean, we've never really... We've touched upon it and the videos we've done, but we don't tend to really... You know, we, we do film when we're on the motorway, not each other. Like, the camera's here, the passenger will film the driver. But we should really call people out a little bit more on it. Get reg plates and stuff. Because they need educating. Mm. And that thing we were saying about the previous podcast, well, the previous one where we did the driving, new driving laws and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was. Yeah. Um, this They're putting the smart motorways on hold for five years, is it? Because you realise people can't fucking use yeah. them properly. Because they've made these things and not given anyone an instruction manual to do no. it. It's like... But it's there when you pass your test. You keep left unless you're overtaking. Yeah, that's exactly. it. It's as simple as that. If you're not overtaking, move your shit over to the left-hand side. But they've overlooked one massive problem with smart motorways. What? The inside lane, people still see it as the hard shoulder. Yeah. It's a lane now. Because before it was like, oh, if you go in there, you're fucked, basically. Yeah. Especially if there's a traffic jam and people smash it down the inside. Because it's... um. It's an emergency lane, right? Mm. For the police and stuff to smash it down if there's an accident, ambulances, fire engines and stuff. But I presume if there is an accident, they'll close that lane off and tell people to get in so the service vehicles can actually get down. Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, when I think about it, I don't actually see that much accidents on smart motorways now. That's because you can't go fast enough to fucking yeah. crash, can you? Because it's 40s and 50s and 60s yeah. now, And it? then you just get the people who would have been in the middle lane or lane two doing 60 mile an hour creeping past lorries in lane one. They're now in lane three. Mm. So the best lane now, to be on is lane two on a smart motorway. Yeah, I agree, yeah. the wagons are usually in lane one, so you can just fucking... I mean, lane, lane two is brilliant now. You just go down there, 70 mile an hour. 
tell you what, with wagon drivers, people call them for various reasons, but they're the only ones on a motorway, a smart motorway, that actually know which lane to be in. Mm. They're in the hard shoulder lane, if it's not got the X, obviously, and they're just smashing it down there, out of the way of everybody, unless they have to overtake another wagon that's going slightly slower than them. Yeah. And then they'll go into lane two. You never see a wagon in lane three of a smart motorway, which is technically the middle lane-ish type thing. Yeah. They stay over to them first two, and that's fine. Yeah. They're out of everyone's way. It's the fucking little old ladies, no disrespect to little old ladies, but every time you see someone being a fucking total knobhead on the road, it's a little old lady. <laughs> Don't you think? You're horrible, you. You're going to hell, you. You're fucking right, though. But I, I, usually I see, um, you know, people that you can tell are like reps. They'll usually be in a black BMW because you'll think it's a police car and then you think, well, no, because a police car won't be sat in lane three for no fucking reason. So then you go past it in lane four, but you'll be creeping past it because you'll be doing about 72 mile an hour because the dickhead in front of you in lane four is doing 72 mile an hour past the person who's doing 68 mile an hour in lane three. You'll then have a look over and you'll see that he's got his suit up on his on his little hanger in the back and he's there with his white shirt on and he's just casually sat there in lane three doing 68 mile an hour with absolutely fucking no one to the left of him in the other two lanes just sat there minding his own business thinking that what he's doing is absolutely correct but it's not well the thing that you've just explained there the thing that worries me about that is um like you in you, you you're out your environment that you're in these people are in cars there's other people around them if they don't understand that there's other people around them, because you would do, wouldn't you? Mm. If you're yeah, sat you in would, lane yeah. three, you'd be like, oh, yeah, the, that lane's empty there. Oh, and the other one as well. Yeah. The other one there. Yeah. And the one next there's to no it, that's empty. In it, yeah. There's no I'll move over. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't even. It's it's a, it's a sore subject. I was coming back from the airstrip day. You'll have seen it the other day. The airstrip, right? In the RS3. No joke. There was a van in lane three of the motorway. Nobody at all in the left hand. So I thought, well, it was getting dark on the way back. So I thought, well, I won't un undertake because obviously no one should do that. So I won't undertake. So I just sort of give him a little, a dead quick blip of the, the lights and they're fucking bright them lights, aren't they? So I, just a dead quick blip. Yeah. And he moved over. There was no one, no one at all in lane one or two. It was, it was just in sat in lane three. He moved over into lane two. I came past. I shit you not. He indicated back out into lane three with no one. There was literally no one there. Because I went over into lane one because there was no one there. Literally indicated back out into lane three. As if he got the motorway the wrong way round. Yeah, I was the, just about to say. He yeah. was like, well, I, are we supposed to keep right? Or Well, this is the thing. That's an active effort. Indicate, move over. Like, you can almost think someone's just oblivious to the fact that they're in that lane. Yeah. But he's moved back into Made that a conscious lane. effort to move conscious back into effort, lane three, yeah. yeah. Which is more worrying just than being in lane off. three, moving over. So when you flashed him yeah. and he's moved, he's just oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been on the hands free and stuff like that. And then you move over, but he's gone back, yeah. Which is that, like I say, that's worrying because, like you say, it's like he's looking at it at the other way around, yeah. Because this is lane three of a four lane motorway, right? No, no, this was just lane three of a three lane motorway. Oh, so he'd gone back into he's the, in the fast, fast lane, lane yeah. That's even worse. I know that we're not supposed to call it a fast lane, but everyone does. It's the fast lane, as in if you're going fast, the fastest, you're in that lane. You're in the, yeah, but the overtaking. to be fair, there's no such thing as a fast lane anymore. No. Because the second lane... Is the fast a, lane. Is the fast lane now. <laughs> so, do you know what? I reckon of all the people who like how uh, people drive on motorways now, it'll be wagon drivers because they know for a fact 
that if they're on a smart motorway, four lanes, and they're in lane one, and they need to overtake a wagon, they don't even need to look in the mirror. There'll be fucking nobody in lane two. You can just go, yeah, it's sound. There you go. We'll crack on down the motorway, unless it's me or you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing 70 yeah. mile an hour down the fucking down lane two and just, just undertaking everyone. 70 yeah. mile an hour, we have to say, don't we, for legal reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, fucking I do not know how we've Talking got onto Papa John's motorways. motorways. Well, we was on about we was on about you having fun in uh, oh, yeah. America. So I don't even know. So yeah, we went out to Death Valley. So we didn't just do the Vegas sort of like um, the the I don't know the usual thing you would do in Vegas. What people would expect you to do: gambling, drinking, shows, and stuff like that. So anyway, enough about Vegas. Let's move on. I spent a load of money there, and let's leave it at that. So how did you get on when I was away? I smashed it, mate. I had loads of fun, mate. Loads of fun. Did you genuinely enjoy it without me? Uh, You can be brutally honest. We spend a lot of time together, don't we? I think I spend more time with you than I do my own missus, and she does me head in as well. (laughs) But... uh, It's just different, isn't it? It's difficult because the whole dynamic of a video is different. You know, when, you, when you're when you away and stuff. So, I don't really know. I can, enjoyed it. Can you cope easily enough? So you, you don't yeah. really need me, do you? No, I mean, I'd find, it, I'd find it hard to try and do a video that there was no objective to. Yeah. Or sit there and, and like, I don't know, talk about um, a specific car. And I don't know, I'd, like, so for instance, the airstrip video. Mm-hmm. Because other people were involved and if I was like on my own, on my own, I think I'd really struggle, yeah. Yeah, and I would too. I don't think, you know, it's a Billy No Mate scenario and it go to an airstrip on your own. You can't race other cars, can you? No. Unless you've got like a Tesla with autopilot next to you. Yeah. And I don't think autopilot Tesla does a launch, does it, on its own. Someone's got to be sat in it. I think you still have to press the pedal, yeah, steer. Yeah. So we started a YouTube channel off together and if we had to do it on our own now, it would be weird. Yeah. And uh, I think the audience probably would. I mean, I think they like the ones where we're doing them on our own. I've not done one on my own for ages. You've done a couple. So, and I think the audience do like the different, because it's different dynamics. If, like, we're both on it, it's a different dynamics. But when you went to the um, airstrip, I watched that yesterday. You, you could tell you was on your own, but you had plenty of, interaction and banter with other people yeah but if i was there you'd be taking the piss out of me yeah so that's what was missing which i'm fine with i'm fine with that because you know i genuinely don't really like having the piss taken out of me it's a (laughs) bit of a you know (laughs) it's just what happens on evil gt well it's a bit late now you had 18 months of it but talking about well i have actually uh, talking about having the piss taken out of us do we still get abusive comments while well it's just you right on your own because then I know it's, a, it's aimed at him then, isn't it? So I thought, I actually thought, genuinely, no joke, because usually I'll go through the comments even, so YouTube has the comments that it publishes, the comments that it hides, and then the comments that it really hides. The ones that are really bad. Yeah. Um, and I've no idea how some of them, well, I think it's probably some of the words that are used, probably, the reason why it knows to really, really hide some of the thing is, but... I've not looked at these comments since the last podcast that we did when I looked at the... I'm not even... Usually I'll go through them yeah. and look at so them, this but is I've a, not even looked at them. This is a genuine first yeah. look. And I, I didn't even know we were doing this on this today. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm going to be on the same page as you. I don't have a clue. Because you don't tend to look at held comments because usually they are just people trolling you, 
abusing the channel, abusing each other, me and Ben, abusing both of us, basically. Mm. Abu just, just sort of like, there's a reason YouTube holds these comments. It yeah. must have an algorithm that it says, that doesn't sound great, calling, you know, I don't know. Let's have a, let's have a look anyway, see what... Well, one was from, um, well, this was, so what's happened here is on this particular one, this was one that was held, held. So it wasn't just held for review, it was hidden. <laughs> it was double held. Yeah, so you have to like press on a special link that then opens up this like other thingy. But this was a reply to somebody who'd already commented. So what it does is, I don't think it just hides the offensive comment, it hides the whole sort of like... Thread. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, I, didn't, I mean, this was from a year ago. Oh, really? That's okay. how long ago this was nice. from. So, yeah. So this was when I drove your GTR. Oh, right. that's a long time ago. And we oh, when we had the pops and bangs? Yes. Yes. And, and I, I know what it's going to be. It's going to be something about being childish with pops and bangs, surely. Mm, no. No? No, right. no. It's, this is aimed towards me. All right, okay. Right. So, Darren, high input, um, a year ago. Love how rapid this channel is growing. Both deserve everything. Class boys. Let's leave it at that. Thank you very much, Darren. But then his comment got um, hidden because somebody replied to him and his name is Ching Chong because he's a shit house and won't put his own name on it. Well, to be fair, that might be his real name. Well, it may be. But he said, lad, the small, fat, younger fella is a proper nit. Nit? How shit? So is he, is saying, is he, is he saying I'm the old, fatter guy? No. Or maybe because you're yeah. the younger fella, lad, guy. the small, fat, younger fella. So yeah, probably there's an old. I mean, to be fair, this isn't meant in a gay way. If he's calling you fat, then fuck me, I've got no chance ever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but his name's Ching Chong. So, um, but to be fair, yeah, you go. you're going to have to get up early in, in the morning to be, you know, that in. Uh, it's a shit. That is. That's the shittest fucking troll. You, know, you you can't even like tell me. I mean, me personally, if someone called me fat, I'd be like. Carry on. Tell me something I don't already know. I look in, I look in the mirror. There's yeah. a reason why you, you attempt to diet every now and then, isn't it? Yeah, but the thing is, like, you, you're happy in your own skin. I'm happy in my own skin. You make a conscious effort sometimes to go, do you know what? I'll lay off the beers this week. Because that's what does it for us. It's beers. That's probably not a great ad advert for Beer 52. But we suck way too much beer. Well, to be fair, I haven't had a proper drink. You, you forced them four beers down with me the other night. I didn't even want them. Bollocks. But genuinely, since I've been back from Vegas... I've not been interested in beer. So Lee's idea of forcing a beer down him is literally going, yeah, this is what happened. Here's a reconstruction of what happened. I went like right, that. Let me just roll back. I went like that. Roll, let's roll back. And then no, you took stop, it off me. Stop. No. Roll this back, right? <laughs> he said to me, do you want a beer? And I was like, no chance. I, I'm, I'm trying to cut down. I've been in Vegas. I've hammered it for 10 days. And I, I've still got a hangover from four days before. And so I asked him where his mangina was. <laughs> and to be fair to him, he was like, do you want a brew? And I was like, yeah, I'll have a brew. And I left it. I didn't even want to drink after that. Then about an hour after being around his house, because we had a little meeting, mm -hmm. um, and he just went like that. It's, the top was off the bottle. Right, he just, but I had to drink it. just went it. like that. No, he just went, <laughs> and that was it. Right. And if you're listening to this, I'm putting a bottle of beer on the table with an open top. What do you want me to do with it? Lick it. <laughs> I'm going to drink it, aren't I? Well, how is that forcing it's it down? It's fucking yeah. peer pressure, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it? It's the usual peer pressure, and I'm 49 years old that I am. I shouldn't be, like, getting into that shit. So grow up, stop fucking... If I don't want to drink, don't right. give me a drink, right? All right, okay. So if you don't want to drink, you could have just said, no, I don't want it, and then I'd have drank it, but you didn't say that. You looked at it and went... Yeah, but do you know why? Because I was in your house, yeah, and I thought it was disrespectful. It would have been. 
Yeah, yeah. so I just drank it. Listen, I told you I don't trust anybody that doesn't drink. And to be fair, I drank the other three you gave me after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, I didn't actually want the fourth one. That first one, I was proper hanging, right? And I was like, oh, just fucking drink it. Stop being a pussy. <laughs> And then, it, and then the second one, I finished the second one before he finished his next one. <laughs> and then the third one, I was like, right, I'm not having any more after this. And then the fourth one, he just did the same as he did on the first one. He just put it down in front of me. I was like, for yeah, fuck's sake, I was I've got to drink good this host. one again. A good host. Be, yeah, so I was that trying to be good. a good host. That's like going to a bleeding Alco- Alcoholics Anonymous meeting in a pub. <laughs> the host wouldn't be very good. Let's have it in a pub, yes. Mate, See what the willpower's like. I'm a bit upset that I've, I've wasted a beer on you there. I'd have sucked that. I ran well, out. you fucking drank my beer 52 ones, haven't you? <laughs> so did, there, there's a good advert for it. It must be good because he, he's drank. I sucked them all. Do you know what? In all seriousness, there was this one, right? And this is absolutely nothing to do with the whole, um, is that Negro? I think it's looks Negro. looks like Negro it? to El, me. El Perro Negro, I think. Negro. But the only reason why I left this till last was there was two reasons. One, it said gluten-free and I was a bit like, mm, Negro's sure black in, in a lot of languages, isn't it? Spanish, I think, isn't it? Well, anyway, it looks L. It sounds Spanish. I think they pronounce it Negro, though. I think. I, I, anyway, I look at it as Negro. Well, that's it's called El Perro. Anyway, so the reason what put me off this and why I left it to last was because we were in Tenerife. Oh, gee, don't remind me of that. And that's we, another bad, bad experience like, drinking. It was, it was all inclusive, but it was all inclusive cocktails as well. So there was like this cocktail menu in this posh little bar thing in this uh, hotel. And it says about wasting money on the fucking NHS to oh. and it, posh five star. I wouldn't go in anything else. It was like, shit to be fair. His, his, motto, his motto is, I ain't staying anywhere shitter than where I live. Why would you? Why would you go on holiday to somewhere that's shitter than your own house? So Why you're saying you your house is the four star, yeah? Mm, free. Well, you can get away before then somewhere. No. You don't have to go five, do you? No, if you can afford it, this goes back to your whole fucking... So you agree with me? Booper. Oh, that's fine. As long as you agree with me, that's all if I'm happy about. If you can afford to go somewhere decent on holiday, you go somewhere decent, don't you? Like my dad, right? My dad's different, so he can afford to go somewhere decent on holiday. Love how your dad makes it onto the podcast after like hour, oh, just over an hour. Every time. But my dad can <laughs> afford, but my dad's thing, which is, you know, each their own, and everyone's different. So my dad's idea of a holiday... I don't give a shit where he where he goes, where he puts his head down, anything, as long as the, it's sunny. He just he loves the sun, me dad. So as long as as long as it's sunny and it's hot, he's not asked until his last holiday. But can I just if if you don't know his dad, you think Ben's got a tight arsehole. Your dad's tight, right? Oh, my dad's bad, yeah. He is he is the tightest <clears throat> he's nearly as tight as Pimmy. Yeah, my dad's bad. He is bad. So but I what, get it. What I was saying is that he he um he, he's got a different outlook on what a holiday is. Whoever's right or wrong, whatever, everybody's got their own different opinion on a, on a holiday. People like camping in a field. Yeah, but that's shit. Yeah, Let's that's, you know, and they, they will call that a holiday. That is definitely not for me. That For me, it's going somewhere or doing something that you couldn't do at home, but like nicer. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I like to be able to save up and go to a nice hotel and eat good food and, and you know, like nice places. So that's that's my idea of it. My dad's like, couldn't give a fuck where he puts his head down as long as there's sun there. Can I just tell you my camping experience, my one and only? I've got to hear this now, Before you move on, because you just reminded me. I went camping when I was 19, so go and say it. Long long time ago. Fucking hell. In my Mark II Escort, right? It was in caves back then, wasn't it? Actually, I think I might have been 17. Yeah, I was. Were you running around with a club? 
Well, there was, there was some sheep there. That's the only thing I can remember. Definitely in Whether Wales. Whether the sheep had it. He was, actually, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, North Wales. <laughs> so anyway, went to Chester, bought this tent, went there with my two mates, and it was just like, let's go camping. I don't even know what, if we had beers or not. We just went camping. And I remember in, like, 11, 12 o'clock at night, I was like, I need a shit. Oh. And we was in the middle of a field, and it was pitch black, and there was, we didn't have phones and torches and shit. Well, obviously, and I was like, she was living in caves back then. <laughs> Looking chiseling shit out of brick. <laughs> I was chiseling shit out of my ass when I get to this next bit. <laughs> but anyway, um, I remember going out and I thought, well, I'm just going to have to have a shit in the field. And I remember I heard these fucking sheeps mooing. Right? <laughs> Dude, it's definitely whales. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck is that noise? And I don't even know what it was. It could have been a dinosaur or anything. Anyway, I had this shit in the field. Couldn't even wipe my ass on anything. And I was like, fuck camping. Oh, that wasn't the end of it. Later on that night, it fucking rained bad. Uh, right. You can imagine North Wales Torrential. rain. Oh, well, it's it was like, real bad. Well, North Wales technically is South Liverpool, isn't it? Because they're all Scousers in North Wales. Even the sheep are Scousers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so it rained real bad. And yeah. the, te- the tent was just a shitty tent, a 100 quid tent. It, it just it just disintegrated. What? When you were 19, the tent was £100? Yeah, yeah. Thought that must have been like, that must have been as big as this. <laughs> That's like a million pounds yeah, today, isn't definitely it? Definitely not as big as this. Big as this <laughs> table, yeah. They'd be able to park a fucking car in that, or a horse. It obviously would have been horse draws, carriage horse drawn carriages back then, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it was obviously a double garage uh, <laughs> tent, right? With an ensuite. Yeah. <laughs> Balcony, you know, the, the whole lot. So, anyway, and then it, I did the dump, and then the, the tent went on its arse. Next day, just packed it all up, took it back to Chester, said, this is shit, got my money back and bought a watch. With me 100 quid. Really? And I've never been camping since. Oh, camping's shit, in it? Some people do really like camping. I'm, it's not for me. We did it when we went to the Goodwood Festival of Speed the first time round. And the Goodwood Festival, if nobody's ever been to the Goodwood Festival, it is good. The last time we went, it was all COVID and it was all a bit shit. I don't, I don't know what happened. It just wasn't the same. But the first time we went, it was really, really good. And uh, it was dead hot. And um, yeah, it was bang on. And we camped and we had an airbed that kept going down. The shower block was miles away. And you couldn't walk. Um, you couldn't get changed in the shower block because it was just fucking minging in there. So you had to drive to the shower block and then drive back in a towel. So you were getting your car seat wet. It was just, no, it's no, it's not for me that. No. What the fuck is wrong with well, a hotel? To be, fair, to be fair, that sounds like a deluxe camping trip oh, to me. Shit, it was shit. Did you have Why, to have a shit in a field? Definitely not, no. Right, so no. anyway, we both had shit me. camping experiences. <laughs> yeah. And it goes back to the fact, probably that's why you're booking five-star hotels now. Yeah, well, you know, it's just, I like I like to go to nice places. Well, you, you make decisions based upon previous decisions, right? Yeah. If yeah, you've yeah. not got previous decisions to base it on, you ask someone else. So even if I'd not been camping and you told me that story, it'd be like, fuck camping. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> and then if I told my own story about it, I'd be like, definitely not. Not even another lifetime. <laughs> fuck that. Camping is proper shit. It is shit, and I know there's a lot of people that are going to disagree with me on that because camping's a big, hey, a big business, isn't it? Camping and all the gear, and you know, and, and having the 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 little portable hobs and fucking ah, oh, no, hey, no, just no. The thing is with camping, right? I I can't call it for other people, right? Because some people might like it. They do, like really a lot, like yeah, it a lot, yeah. You know? yeah. And that's up to them. Yeah. If they're happy shitting in a field and driving to get a shower and full of shit and stuff, that's fine. It's not for us. No, not for me. So, Definitely not. Yeah, but it is a popular... Um, and we're both from council estates, so it's not even like we can turn around and go, you know, we've been fed with a silver spoon. We definitely haven't. 
But this way, I've stayed in some right shit holes, mm. and I still don't like camping. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Still rather stay I'd in still a shit hole, yeah. than go camping. It's just not 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 for me, not no. for you. But going back to the reason why I kept this one to last was because in Tenerife, um, at that hotel, the uh, they had on one of the fingers. You lot will have heard. We never heard of it before, did we? But there was a cocktail called a Negroni. Very similar to that. Um, and that's the reason why I left it to last, because I thought, oh, that's going to be really strong. And So the Negroni that we had, oh my God. I don't even, like you said, it was all inclusive. It was, you could order what you wanted. You could, you could order everything off the menu. Yeah. And it wouldn't cost you a penny extra because it was all inclusive. I, I don't know how people were paying 20, 20 euros for that drink, because it wasn't a cheap drink, was it? It was like no. 15 or 20 euros. It must be mental. We tasted it. All four of us had a little sip of it, and we were like, wow. What the fuck is that? Has he made it wrong? Must have done, because it was disgusting. No. It just tasted like how I imagine um, pure alcohol to taste like, but there was no there was no real good flavour to it. It was just, well, it was disgusting. I so that was the only reason why it, I left that one to last, because I was worried about that. I don't actually remember what that Negroni tasted like. Oh, All I remember, just tasting it and thinking, that is just, I can't even, it was just horrible. Yeah. It was it horrible. Was. But what I am very pleased to report is if you do get a can of El Perro Negro, which you might do, you might not, I don't know, it was really nice. Oh, yeah. Really and nice. basically, this selection could be something... You might get... You'd be looking at this, you might get something completely different. Yeah. So it's just... Um, and that's the good thing with it. And they're all good good strengths. 5.2, 5.4, is that? 4.1. Yeah. 7.5, that one in the middle, funky drummer. Whatever oh, yeah, called. that was a good one, that. Do you know, so you've got a nice mixture no of stuff. I got pissed pretty quick. It's a good job it's a stubby, isn't it? 7.5 shit, the bed. That's a good one, that, isn't it? <laughs> that funky is strong, drummer. Strong shit. So you get a nice selection of yeah. stuff. But like I say, you might not necessarily get that. But, yeah, have a go. Yeah, it's well worth it. I know we've uh, we plugged it a little bit. But I tell you what, is it? are we allowed to tell people what we get from it? Are we allowed to tell people that or not? I don't know. I don't know if it's in the uh, the T's and C's what? of our contract. No, I don't know. Basically, normally, integrations, we're dead open on this podcast. We just tell it as it is. Yeah. And the thing is, when you see us do integrations off companies on um, the YouTube, they will usually pay you, just pay you a flat fee. It could be anything. You know, we agree. You know, we say, right, it's £50,000 an integration, we wish. And then you just do the integration and, and the advertiser gets what they get off it. Whereas this is um, a cost per action or something or yeah. something like that. Whereas everybody that signs up, we get a couple of quid off it. So yeah. the more people that sign up, the more money we make. But on the flip side, it still comes back to the same thing for me. I like advertising stuff that is good value. Yeah, and basically you're paying, and it's beer as well. So we love beers. Of course, it comes back to what we said before. When we got there, it was just like, "We'll do it." I'm not asked. I don't even care. I'd just do it anyway. Yeah, well, it probably wasn't even that asked about getting paid because it's something that we're interested in. We have a beer with guys. Take that. Not asked about getting paid back because if they hear that, they'll go, "Oh, well, you know, you you boys said." To be fair, we're not even supposed to be plugging it on the podcast, are we? We're just doing it because <coughs> it's a nice subject. Yeah. To, I mean, I've been Vegas, it's renowned for like drinking and stuff like that and getting pissed up. So we just thought it'd be nice because we were talking about it and we thought, oh yeah, the, yeah. the beers will come in quite handy as a, as a, like a centre piece type thing. They would. And uh, yeah, so. And the good, good, the one, the one, so that was second to last, the, uh, the tall can. The one I left to last last was a peach flavoured beer because I've never tried flavoured beer before, have you? Um, 
Not loads, no. Can't I've say never I tried one. And there was a peach flavoured beer and I was a bit like, mm. peach is one of them sort of fruits that you're like, I can take a leave of peach, to well, be honest. I'm not a I massive. I love peaches, me. Do you? Yeah. Shock. So I um, <laughs> I left it till the very end. And then when I tasted that, I was like, oh, that was nice, that actually. Good. It's pleasantly surprising. And the thing is, on this, when we advertise anything, um, it is the 100% swear on any, whatever you want. It's the, however you would justify your telling the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. If this was shit, we wouldn't be advertising it. We've had stuff in the past where we've just said, no, no, it's not for us that we can't genuinely say it's good. And it's just, we've not even advertised it. You've tested this, like I say, open and honest. I've not touched it yet, but I will be going through my crate. Oh yeah. Um, so can I have the third one then? Yeah, you can have the third one. Yeah. Yeah, boys. Get in. You no, know, because, um, I mean, we get this, obviously send us this for free to, to test. Yeah. But I mean, the po- you, you're getting it for free as well because it's only the postage. Yeah, um, definitely give that a go. But there's loads. Of, there are loads of integrations that we've. So I won't name. I think we we've already mentioned this on a podcast. I've got a feeling like we've talked about this already. We have spoken about yeah, a world of raid of shadow Red legends. Of, yeah, that Not one for me. That so we've already spoken about. But then that. there was a there was also a uh, alarm smart alarm system. That yeah, I got which, sent. Which we can't say who it is because no. obviously that's bad advertising. But Ben had it. Spent a lot of time on it to be fair and. It was just when I was moving in here, and I was like, "Well, we've got—we'd already ordered a, an alarm system, CCTV." So I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy's hiring as well. I bet he's going on holidays. He's going anywhere <laughs> nice, him." <laughs> oh yeah, maybe he's not fucking struggling from your money, is he? <laughs> no, well, it's a, <laughs> he's expanded know. already. He's not even took the full <laughs> yeah. fee. Jesus Christ! It wasn't a good sign, that was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you tested it out, and you were just like, "No, I can't. I can't advertise the product," and. That is a shame for us from a business point of view because we should just advertise everything from a monetization because obviously it pays for the money to get everything. We just bought some new, so basically uh, we've got some more equipment, podcast equipment, and it's cost nearly another £1,000 for the extra stuff because we're going to ask some. These, these are £330 per microphone. Fucking hell, really? These, these poles, these boom arms yeah. are 70 quid. So that's £400 that. Then you need the wires. Then you need the headphones. It's nearly a thousand pounds for two more mics. Jesus. Oh, sorry. These fet heads, yeah. they're seventy pound each. And you oh need my God. and you need one for each to boost the signal because these are so sensitive unsensitive because they won't pick up like noise. Yeah. But you need to boost the, the signal. So, like I say, it's a thousand pound. So this this podcast setup now is about three grand. Wow. So we you know, knocking knocking stuff back. Could potentially pay towards that, yeah. But in our own way, we're just like, no, we can't do it. Can we? No, I'd rather justify stuff. I'd, you know, I'd rather. I don't know. I don't really know. It's difficult as it is because a lot of people complain about the integrations that we do because we're integrating. And some people have have jumped on it before me and sort of said, well, without them, there wouldn't be a YouTube channel and all that kind of stuff. My argument is, my, I mean, my Sky bill is what eighty quid, ninety quid, something like that. And the amount of adverts on Sky are a piss take. And you're paying for it. And I'm paying £80 a month for it. Yeah. And I'm never on the phone to Sky going, listen here, I'm paying £80 a month for this. I expect no adverts. There's shit loads of them. So unfortunately, YouTube is a platform that's free. I know you can pay for YouTube Premium to get rid of the adverts. But that's only seven ninety nine. But you can watch the whole of YouTube. 
And I'll tell you one thing, there's more new programs that come on YouTube yeah. every day, every minute of the day, yeah. than there is that goes on Sky. Mm, definitely. Because it's all repeats so, most uh, of the time. So, yeah. But otherwise... Apart from the news. There you go. So, you, now you know, we do only um, plug stuff that we genuinely believe in. And, you know, any any sort of box that says beer on it, I'd have plugged that shit before I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, we did, genuinely. And we're not even joking. As soon as it come through, I can't remember where we were, but we were doing a video. We were on... No, we was on um, the cruise... Oh, yeah, we were, yeah. We I was were. on the cruise when I got the email from Ed. On our five-star. Ed the Ledge. I gave cruise. him a number straight away. I was like, sign me up for that, yeah, Sunday. I, I think I remember saying to you, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I th- we didn't even know how much it was. <laughs> and then even when it was like, we found out it was the CPA, whatever it is, it was like, yeah, fine. Yeah, we'll still do <laughs> yeah, it. It's yeah. fine. Just keep no the beer problem. flowing, fellas. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Thanks very much. So hopefully we'll have um, an ongoing... Um, sort of like, not contract, but just a, a relationship with Beer 24 and... Beer 52. Beer... 24 hours a day, I mean. They're 24 hours a day. 52 weeks a year. Yeah, exactly. Well played. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully we'll have an ongoing uh, contract with them because it will pay It will pay for all the microphones for oh, a start. We fucking might not have a microphone now. <laughs> it's the same thing, 24, 52, isn't it? That's it, yeah. But to be fair, if I don't know how this works exactly, but we've got 117 patrons now, I think. Let's have a little look. It'd be surprised if we've got that after this. Uh, no. <laughs> 117 patrons. So we earn now £304 a month from uh, Patreon with you guys. Thank you very, very much. And obviously that is it paying is for appreciated. podcast equipment and all that kind of stuff. But if every single one of you guys signed up, then again, that will probably continue to pay for the podcast <laughs> equipment. Just don't sign up to Beer 24. No, no, Beer 52. Is there a Beer 24? I hope not. Don't That's sign up. If there is, don't sign no, up to it because we can't 52. get you free beers on that. No. Um, but yeah, so, so there we go. I want to know about these comments. Come on. Well, that's it. Nothing. I j- no, no shit. Well, I got called fat and a, no- and a knit. Knit. I don't know what a knit is. No, me it's neither. something you get in your hair when you're a kid, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't know what it relates to, to it as so an adult. He said to Darren Hyam, I'm going to approve it anyway. So, uh, I mean, he replied that to... So, bearing in mind this comment, so this guy is that upset with himself, Ching Chong, that, um, and I'm not, you know, he's not got a Chinese name and I'm just calling him Ching Chong. His actual um, YouTube name so saying, is Ching Chong. So, you're saying Ching Chong would be a Chinese well, name? Well, I thought at first it might have been the guy off um, Hangover, but then I realised that was Chow, wasn't it? I can't remember his mm. name. Chow. I love cooking. Um, he yeah. So, um, this... Darren's comment was on there a year ago. A year, and he, this guy's that upset with himself that he's thought, even though that comment, that guy might not even be on YouTube anymore, but he's, he's that upset with himself. He's thought, no, I've got I've got to reply to this guy and say that the, the young, I mean, I'm happy to be called, oh, younger bastard. It wasn't young, it was just younger. Uh, fella is a proper nit. So obviously he's not happy with my enthusiasm and the fact that I was having a laugh and a giggle. But that's that does take us back to... A lot of the YouTube audience in the UK, assuming that Ching Chong is from the UK, um, they don't like to see people enjoying themselves, do they? They oh, fucking they hate, hate it. So hate track it. days don't generally get a lot of um, a lot of love and a lot of airtime purely because, generally speaking, you're enjoying yourself and having a having a laugh. They love to see. If I'd have smashed that up, your GTR. Oh yeah, it'd be then Ching Chong would have been like, yeah, uh, <laughs> you nit, you nit, <laughs> you silly nit, <laughs> you silly fat, you silly fat younger nit. Anyway, that's getting approved. We'll put that one on. So actually, now thinking about it, I'm an older fat nit than I, mm. but I still, I can't feel the fact of getting like 
abused. Yeah, I just I'm struggling with that. It's like calling somebody a nincompoop. Yeah, exactly. No, I just don't get it. No, me neither. Anyway, there was one more comment, and this actually takes us to something else. This isn't so much um, shit against us. This is somebody that we know and is actually a friend of ours um, and is featured on the channel heavily with the S15. So this was six days ago, um, and it was directed towards uh, Tom at Crest. And there's been quite a few comments on this, to be fair, and I have replied to as many as I possibly could because Tom, well, he was actually around my house the other day. He was having a beer, pizza... Tom is a great guy, he's a great lad, he's 24, 25, Tom? Yeah, 25, um, yeah. Sound lad, he had the S15. Younger than you. Um, he is younger than me, by a considerable amount. But he had the S15 um, at the beginning, so he helped us to strip it down and get it ready for the track as well. Um, and that was under a heavy, heavy pressure. He stayed there till like three in the morning to get that car ready for, the, ready for that drift day for me to crash it, didn't he? he yeah, he worked some hours on that. Um, you can't... Whatever the comment is, I don't know what it is, but Tom is one of the most hard-working people in a garage you probably ever come across to the point where he's ill off it. Yeah. And he just doesn't know when to stop, really. And no. that's his problem. He, he's got no limits, really. He's just, like, cracking on. Yeah. That day he got the S15 finished, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that's, that would have took a week anywhere else. He did it in, like, two days. We'll put it this way. I only know that he... He messaged me at three o'clock in the morning because I got it when I woke up in the morning, not at three o'clock. And I checked and I was like, what the fuck? He literally sent me a video of the car, you know, starting and running at three o'clock in the morning. Yep. It's like, what the fucking hell? It's obviously pitch black and stuff. But somebody's commented saying uh, it was on the S15 video that we recently did with Kyle at SK Tuning. Um, and he said the first cowboy garage fucked that car from the start. Um, and I, I assume that he's referring to. Tom at Crest. It may be referring to um, someone who had the car um, with... Well, if you know, he's referring to... Whichever way, if yeah. he is referring to that early one. But if he is referring to Tom, believe it or not, Tom didn't actually do anything on the car. Apart from the no. tubed front end. Yeah. And that wasn't mechanical. No, it wasn't. Um, so he's no. only stripped it down for us and yeah. told us about it, checked out the rust. And the reason it's where it is now is because Tom has stripped it down and we know it's obviously went to Ribble Tech to get stripped that was the the final sort of like yeah, nail in the coffin but um, yeah it's because he's done the investigation work on it in the first place exactly and the only reason it's actually at SK Tuning was because um, Tom the facilities at Tom's place don't allow him to be able to have a car on a jig, he doesn't have a rollover jig for a start, to fully fabricate a car from start to finish, um, to paint it, he's not got a paint booth or anything there, um, tuning, he can tune, but there's there's, there's a lot of different things that Tom, like we would need to move the car around, get it on a trailer or some sort of transport to move it somewhere else to get another stage of the process done, and it's all time and organising stuff, it's a ball ache trying to organise getting cars moved, trust me, I do it for a living now, just moving cars around. That's all I seem to do. But Tom doesn't have the facilities to be able to do everything just at his place. We've got to move the car around at different stages. Whereas Kyle at SK Tuning literally said, I can take your car from the current state that it's in, which was rusted with holes all in it. You could see straight through certain bits of it to where you drive it up to the MOT test center and get it MOT'd. I can take it from this to that without me or Lee having to go, 
right, so we've got to organise getting it booked in with such and such, and now right, I've got to get a trailer and transport, so I've got to organise this, I've got to, and then if one cancels, it's like, I'm really sorry, you've got to move that back, and it's a ball, it's an absolute ball ache, and that was um, one of the, well, that was the biggest reason, if not the main reason as to why, Kyle has just took that headache off us and gone, leave it with me, I'll sort it. So all we've got to do, we've got a, a little tiny headache of it's one and a half hours away, the car. Yeah. So every time we want to go and do a video on it, it is a bit out of the way. But it more than makes up with the fact that we don't have to move it from place to place. Everything can be done in that area and Kyle will organise it all. So it's nothing. there's no reflection on Tom as a garage, as a person. Obviously, we've worked with Tom now for the last, well, from nearly from... Well, at least a year, yeah, over a year, yeah. October probably twenty. That's when we first went down, and um, we got on with Tom. I mean, he was around your house, like you were saying, beer, pizza, and stuff. And uh, we're still working with Tom. It's just the fact of he doesn't have that facility to do the car for us, and it's more convenient it being somewhere else. But that is it. Yeah, there's no there's no other politics in it. No, and if that was that the only it. car we had. If if that was the only car we had, and that was it, and the channel just had that S15 and nothing else then I would gladly, um, you know, take it to Tom's, get Tom to do some bits, and then take it to a body shop to get them to do some bits, then take it to get painted or whatever, and then get the engine separate and take that somewhere to get bits put on that. And but it's and if it's it was not, our only car, it'd probably be done by now. Yeah, it would be. It will be done by now. We've got too much stuff going on and just stuff. And don't forget as well, we started YouTube that we bought that in in the middle of a pandemic, yeah. which, which we're still in, obviously. But there has been limitations. We've not been able to do stuff. Um, and we've been locked down in that period. So everything has a knock-on effect and it puts you back. So in any normal life, because this isn't a normal life now in the middle of a... We're still in it. We're hopefully at the back end of it. But we're still in a pandemic, technically. There's still restrictions. Mm -hmm. um, in any other time where there's no restrictions... I don't know, we might, have, we might have finished it already. I don't know. But everything's difficult to do at the moment. Even yeah. doing anything, everything's like got a knock-on effect with, you know, COVID and stuff. It's fucked everything up, hasn't it? It needs to fuck off and stay fucked off. Yeah, it does. Don't come back ever. No. Uh, it's, been, um, it's been the toughest time for most people, I think, these past couple of years. Um, I mean, for us, it's sort of, it's been first world problems because a lot of people have struggled, you know, to have to be able to work, to have the money, to even have cars that we've got issues with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is a proper um, first world problem to have. I'm not complaining about the fact we've got those problems. I'm just saying the reason why it's gone to Kyle is because it's one less thing for us to, to organise whilst we've, you know, whilst well, we've got other shit going on. When I got to Awesome this morning, we, we went over, we were filming the um, M3 brakes video and the exhaust, everything. Performance M, mate. Performance M. Oh, yeah, but it's at Awesome GTI, isn't it? Well, it's Performance M, yeah, but it's at Awesome GTI. <laughs> it is its separate bit, but I still, I'm habit. Yeah. It's habit saying awesome. Anyway, yeah, yeah Performance M. BMW specialist in yeah. Manchester. Uh, Shaq, he's a great guy. He's he not in Vusters yet, but he's, you know, he's such a youthful guy. Hey, let me if get this in. This, let me get this in before you go on, on because I'll forget. But Shaq's, you know, the 140i was on the thingy today. Yeah. So this B58 engine that he's banging on about, apparently it's good. It's not as good as the five-pot, obviously, but it's apparently it's decent. Certainly sounds better than that M2 did. And he sent me a thing before on uh, WhatsApp, and he said, um, well, he sent us, because it was going stage two, so he sent us the dyno. Are these 340 brakes standard, them cars? 
Yeah, I assume so. Your word for it. Well, his dyno was 338 okay, uh, yeah, horsepower. Sounds about right. So, you know, and, and that's the thing with Awesome's dyno. It always generally is around about where from it should be standard. Our experience. Yeah. yeah, from our experience. Um, and uh, he sent me there uh, the dyno from when it was stage two. So I think he said downpipes. Um, and it was then a later one. So I think with the later one, you get the better fuel, fuel pump, pump or something. Yeah. So we didn't need to change the fuel pump. It was just downpipes in a tune. Um, and it's gone from 338 horsepower to 460 horsepower. Horsepower? Yeah. That's fucking mad. 120 brake. 122 brake horsepower. That is ridiculous. From a tune. And then uh, it's gone from 400, I'm assuming that's foot pound, 405 foot pound to yeah. 500 foot pound. So that's about another, what, 140 newton metres, is that? Massive. Roughly. And look how perfectly nice and smooth that curve is there. And this yeah. is the kind of shit that we would never, ever we uh, pay any this. attention no. to. But you see the stock one there and how sort of lumpy and up and down it is. And that there is absolutely beautiful. And you'll have to take our word for it. Yeah. It's like, it's like a child at like two years old has done the other one. It's all over the place. And the new one is just like mega, like really, that. really smooth. Well, do you know what I'll do? I'll put it on Patreon. I'll um, I'll up, I'll upload it um, so that you can see the actual. I'll make sure that there's no customers' details on it. I don't think. Well, we'll upload it, it when this podcast goes live because otherwise you won't know what it is. Because no, you won't. No, there's no. Re- well, you're not uh, watching it. You're not listening there. to it. Oh, there is a reg on it, so I'll just blur that out. Okay. Um, but otherwise, phenomenal. But yeah, that you know, I just wanted to get that across because the stuff that they're doing at Performance M now is amazing and Shaq knows his shit he loves BMWs doesn't he well he's BMW to the core he is that's why I keep winding him up and it is just banter because I'm trying to get like Shaq's not biting yet but I will get it out of him because I keep sort of you know a bit like the Samsung Apple phone thing and yeah. you know you know you just take the piss it's just a bit of banter in it I'm trying to do the same thing with Shaq and he's not having it because I keep going he was telling me about how good this engine was and uh what did I put um I just said, Jesus, he put unreal, mate. Highest we've seen on our dyno at stage two. And I said, massive result that. Is that straight from standard to stage two? He said, yeah, only a downpipe. So I said, unreal. Such an awesome engine is what he said. And I said, nearly as good as the five pot. And he went, we're getting closer for sure. I was expecting him to be like, fuck off, it's way better than your five banger and all this kind of shit. Getting nothing from Shaq. To be fair, so though. We'll, we'll work on it. That car does sound really good. Mm. I think the guy that owned the blue one that we've seen today, that that one he's on about, he wanted it conservative sounding. Yeah. So it doesn't, it's not like a yobbo off its head. But he did put some pops and bangers and he was shifting down on a dyno. It did sound nice really nice. Nice little burbles and stuff, yeah. But it was like a quality sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, deeper. It, yeah, it, it was just a nice, raspy. yeah, it was a nice sound. So yeah, it's um, it's something we might explore down the line. Um, a nice B58 Beamer at some point. Engine something or other. In, in something. Obviously um, it's going to be. A few people have said we should get a 140i, but it's been done. Uh, Matt Armstrong's got one. He's put his M2 kit thing on it, and Hamza's got one, and he's done his bits to it. So, well, I think the B58 is in the Supra as well. Ooh, that's a shout! See, I like my Jap stuff, right? Mm. And obviously, it's not a, it's not an old school Jap because it's the new. And they say when you buy a Supra, oh, you're just buying a Z4, yeah. which is the Beamer. Yeah. But I do like that Supra with a wing on the back, with a big massive wang, and you can get and pick them up for like forty-ish now. 40 bags for yeah, a Toyota. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Do you know what, though? How much is the Yaris GR? That's mid-30s. I know yeah, I'd rather a, have. It's 1.6. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I know what I'd rather have. If they're... Oh, if you're a, saying you'd rather have a Supra? Yeah. Yeah, to, yeah for, definitely. For another, three what, later. five grand or something? But you can knock them up. I think Shaq was saying 
Did he say 600 out of that engine? I've no idea. Are you sure that that's got the B58 engine in it? Well, anyway, if it hasn't, ignore that. <laughs> but if it has, yeah, take note. That I'm sure might it's got the, it's a twin turbo version of that. The B58 single turbo. The that's why it sounds single, better. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure the Super is a twin turbo, isn't it? Well. I think well, you're full of shit. No, I don't think the Super is a twin turbo. Are you sure? The, the Mark IV was. This is a Mark V. Yeah, but is, are you sure it's not a V6 twin turbo, well, no? You're good on the internet. Fucking Google this shit. Go in, on, you, you the, carry on with your meantime, story anyway. In the meantime, so we've obviously, he's an Audi fanboy, loves it. You know, he's through the core. I mean, when he, when he, when he has a shit, it comes out with Audi on his shit. You know what I mean? Four he's rings. That, <laughs> he's, that, he's that through and through. But um, we want to be a bit more, we, we got the M2. So we, we have d- diversified a little bit, but that wasn't our car. That was a dream car giveaways. And everybody knew that. And we got it because we got offered it and we did the modifications. It wasn't even our money we were spending. And then we raffled, they raffled it off. So it, it didn't really do very well, that car, as a, as a production tool. But if we bought our own or I bought something, um, or whoever, the channel or me or, or you, you yeah. know, anybody, if we had a, like a B58 based, so they do a, 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 a first gen engine and a second gen engine. And, and from what I can remember, the second gen is the bigger fuel pump, which gets you the more power. So if you if you had the Gen One engine, you just have to put a bigger yeah. Fuel you pump put on the it. Gen Two fuel pump on it, yeah. and it's um, something to do with the manifold as well. The it's Super different. is the B fifty eight, so it must nice be one. a single turbo. I think. Yeah. I think that's right. I don't know. You guys tell us. I have no idea. We're just trying yeah, to because is it re- the S repeat the S, some the S one? It's S fifty five. Yeah, the twin turbo engine. Yeah, that's what's the S fifty five. I think was in the M two that we had. I'm sure that was the anyway, S55 engine. That's the one that sounds shit. You need to have that equal length wavy pipe in it to make it sound better. Yeah, it makes, makes it sounds too tinny and raspy, whereas that 140i today sounded mint. It, it sounded really good. Makes you think, mm, yeah, might fancy. Yeah, yeah. And if that's... See, the thing is, the, the 140i, yeah, it's all right. It's a nice, nice-ish looking car. But the Supra, to me, yeah, it's yeah. a bit... It's not everyone's cup of tea. I don't like it without a wing. No. I, I like the... F- I've seen them with wings on the back, and they just look much better. Yeah. Um, it's quite a small car, though. So for me, I don't know if I'd, I'd have to go and test drive one. Like you can buy cars and just buy it, and you know you're going to like it. Like yeah. if I got in, um, I know I'm going about Porsche all the time, but say I got a nine nine two GT three, you know you'd like. I wouldn't it. even need to sit in it. Yeah. If someone offered me one and the money was right or a new one, I'd be like, I'll have it. Mm. I'd just pay, it and then I'd sit in it. It yeah. wouldn't be a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you could buy a Supra. You buy shit off the internet now, can't you? Mm. You're just like, yeah, I'll have one, ship it. It gets delivered. And then you might get in it and think, oh, this is, oh, seating position, this, that, and the other. And you two, this is in the way and you don't like this. And, you know, that all oh, that pillar there, I don't like, you know, yeah, you yeah. just don't know, do you? Nope. So I definitely 100% have to test drive a Supra. I'm with you there. I'm with you. But they do like a special one. So, you know, like the GR Yaris. Yeah. I'm sure they do like a GR Supra, you know, with like a nice kit on it and all that kind of stuff, and nice wheels. I'm sure they do. I love kits, me. Probably be like 50 or 60 bags or something stupid. Yeah. But well, I've got a lot of car for the money, that one, it? Yeah, and I know that, um, I think it was um, Adam LZ, he had one a while back. I'm sure he had stupid power out, but I don't I don't really watch that much other YouTubers anymore just because we're, we're so busy doing it ourselves. And I think he got a good power out of it. So it's... Um, it's something to have a look at. Yeah, definitely. Because I'd have a Supra. Let as, us know what you guys think. Yeah. New Supra. Because as as people do abuse us for the fact that we're Audi fanboys, I like all sorts. Yeah. I'm definitely not. 
if anything, like I've said in the past, I'm I'm a, probably a Ford fan by more than anything else, and I don't, you know, I've not got a Ford at the moment, but I like anything that's that's likable. Yeah. Hey, I've got a good you know. uh, good idea for you for a. So the can you remember the M3 we did with um, um, Mike with Mike. The, and obviously it was knackered. That's up for sale actually now. I think he wants about thirty eight grand for it. Can you believe that? Ridiculous. Um, so much money. The market now. Yeah, unbelievable. It's mad. But uh, yeah, so that's up for about thirty eight bags. I'm sure it is. But uh, I might be wrong completely. But we we sort of uh, gave that car a bit of TLC, didn't we? With his money, he paid for it. We didn't we didn't pay for it. It was with his money. But we got him some mates rates. Yeah, mates pulled rates in on, some favors on bits, and you know we got some stuff sorted out uh, in collaboration with Will at Pro Vinyl Manchester. And we had the best valeting company on it in the northwest. We and did. That would be us. It, oh yeah, without a doubt. Sixteen bucket method. <laughs> Easy peasy. That's just on the first stage. E- oh, without a doubt, yeah. Well, that's... Um, that's before you even get out of the soap out. Mm. And then it's, there's another dif- different set of 16 buckets for the wheels. And, um, you know, in, in the end, you'll get the car cleaned and everybody mm. will be happy with it. But a mate of mine has got... <coughs> excuse me. He's got a um, Mark II Focus ST, which okay. probably isn't going to float your boat because you prefer the, the Focus RS. But then... You, is your shit falling apart? The chair, the chair arm, the chair arm has just fell off. Stop right. breaking my stuff. Brilliant. Um, so anyway, he said to me, um, his car needs a bit of TLC. So he's he's had it. He's he's owned it for years. I think he's owned it for about eight or nine years. Okay. Um, it's done seventy odd, eighty odd thousand miles. But it needs some TLC now. It's looking tatty. It had. I've never heard of these guys, but it's got a code red chip on it. Code red tune. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? I might have done, but code red, it's not exactly like, a, it's pretty generic. No, it? and on the bonnet, it used to have, I don't think it's on it anymore, I think it's peeled off, but it used to have like CRST, obviously code red ST. So, and it, I tell you what, right, I remember going in it for the first time all that time ago, and fuck it, it pulls so well. I mean, obviously from the lights, because it's front-wheel drive with a with a decent amount of torque, it, it doesn't really move all that far, but, but like from a rolling start, it's it's quick, that car. But as I say, it's tatty. So he said to me, "Do you want to?" Because he knows Mike as well, and he said to me, "Do you want to? Do you want to have a go at um, doing the same thing with me, Focus ST, five pot, manual?" I was like, "Hell yeah, you up for it?" Yeah, I'm up for anything, me. Let us well, know what you within, guys think within reason. Because obviously, I know it's not a Mark II Focus RS, but then the thing is with Mark II Focus RS is you want to keep them as factory as you possibly can because they're mint cars and they're, they're going to keep going up in value. And So um, all we've got to do is tidy his car up. Yeah, just like sort it out. So for instance, I think somebody, it's a white car, your favourite. Oh, I love cars, white right? me. But he's, um, is, it the, is, it the, is it the is it the second gen ST from that era? I don't think it is, no. So it's like a 56 plate? About 56, yeah. Fucking hell, there's no pleasing some people, is there? I prefer the next, and prefer like the 58. A bit ra- it's like a bit rounder in places, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I know prefer that plate. No, no, it's not. But it's got the Recaros in it, you know, like the half buckets and stuff. Um, but We can make it look good, though. He needs it sorted out. His roof has been, um, I think it's been vinyl black already, like uh, wrapped black, but yeah. it's gone, it's like started to sort of crack. I don't know if it's vinyl or painted. I think it's, it's all, it looks shit. We, we can, can tidy all that up. We can wrap that, surely. Easy. A roof a can't roof. be that hard. You get one side, yeah. get it over, get the gun on it, squeeze it out, piss it. Yeah, easy, easy peasy. Easy, mate. 
Um, his wheels need refurbing. We can do that. Um, there's a bit. It's making a bit of a weird chugging noise now. So mechanically, there's there's some issues with it. Have you got the Ford certificate? It probably. It, well, I've got every other I mean, certificate. All so the, the others should like qualifies. You've done it. Yeah, yeah. Consolidate into one. Yeah, exactly. You are a technician. So I reckon it just needs a good service. I think it's running rough. Probably yeah. needs spark plugs or something. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll just get it serviced. And yeah, I think generally, I think generally speaking, excuse my seat. Um, I just get I get just for the people that are listening. Yeah, the seat handle keeps falling off. Keeps falling. Well, off. I've got the screw in my hand. Um, yep. Let's see if we can. As I'm talking to you, I'll try and see if I can screw this on. But yeah, so I thought that was that'd be a good a good video. Yeah, it'll be um, good. It'll be different for us because we the one we did before with Mike, we did really well off that. Yeah, it was an enjoyable video. It took like three or four days to film. Yeah, um, but it was a really enjoyable video for us to film, and it did really well on YouTube. Yeah. Well, for us anyway, I think it's had 150,000 views. For us, that's yeah. amazing because we've got 50,000 subscribers. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, Jay, if you're watching this, because he is subscribed to this podcast, actually. Um, so, Jay, if you're watching this, um, yeah, we'll do it, mate. We just need your money to so get your hand in your pocket. Yeah, that's all we we're need. Not, we're definitely not paying for it, are we? All we need. We've we, got no we, money we to We don't pay have for any it. money. But if all 117 of you sign up to that, that will help. But yeah. we still, we need that to pay for all this. It's, it's a vicious circle, isn't it? It is, mate, yeah. We, so, we try our breast. So basically, on the podcast, we started off with me and Ben. Then Nick was here. Nick would be on this today, but he's just... He's editing. He's, he's got he's got loads of work on. Yes. So Double uh, busy. He is, very busy. And he's in his pyjamas. So we can't have him on in his pyjamas, can we? No. You know, no. that's what he work, That's his working day. Yeah. He wakes up, starts work, and then goes back to sleep. No, he needs to do something about them SpongeBob pyjamas, though. He's not right, is he? No. Bit weird them. So, but uh, um, yeah, we need the money just to pay for all the stuff. And the thing is, as we're making money off the podcast, not a lot, but we're making some. Thank you very much. Um, then we're expanding because we're yeah. doing awesome GTI in a couple of weeks. We are, and we're going through like everybody in there who wants to come on the podcast. Cause, so it'll be a pretty long one. Maybe even have to spread it out. Mm. We don't even know what's going to happen. So if you know the guys at Awesome and you want to listen to their stories, we'll have, um, obviously, Mark, the uh, the owner of the business. Yeah. Um, we'll have Tabby. Yeah. Like, he's the workshop manager, like the guru in there. Does, he is. Does a lot of stuff. The old C&I. Yeah, he's like, yeah, looks after everything on the workshop side. And uh, I don't think we'll get Lisa on. We'll get Habib on. And uh, we'll get anybody anybody on there. Yeah, we'll just keep dragging people in. Yeah, anyone that wants to have a go and doesn't... But a lot of them are working in there, so yeah. it's a Friday. Obviously, Habib can do it because he doesn't... Well, he, he only does... Goals. He's actually coming in on his day off. Yeah, he is. Can so you believe that for a couple of hours? But he did say he needed to be done for about quarter to 12-ish uh, because he's got uh, Friday prayer, which I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing, to be fair, so fair play to him. So what we, what we need to do is make sure that we've got everything... Um, like boxed off sharpish get him in uh, abuse him for two hours and then he can get to his prayers can't he do you know what I've just realised why he's going Friday prayer why he is worshipping God for saying I can't believe I've got away with working at Awesome for one day a week <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> he's going to be there he's going to be on his knees oh he's funny him <laughs> honestly he was like I'm not coming on I'm not coming on I'm not coming on and Mark was like come on stop being a fucking to be honest that was the that was on. the soft version he was abusing him he says yeah. you're coming on yeah. you only do one day a week exactly. a fortnight yeah. but I think it was I mean obviously we'll have a bit of banter with Habib he has banter with us back but Habib is actually like he's he doesn't ever want to be on camera or in any kind of limelight. So we're doing our best to try and get him out of his well, shell a little bit, aren't we? To be fair, we can sort that out. 
Yeah, that's what bin bags were invented for. <laughs> a babe, sit down, put the bin bag over him. You're not on camera now. Cut an hole for his mouth so he can talk. He's all right talking, right? Uh, well, who knows? Sometimes. But yeah, that would be good. Hey, more to the point. Ask me how we got on at the airstrip. How did you get on at the airstrip? So, for those who haven't watched the airstrip video yet, and not many of you have because the views are shit, but... Um, what is it on now? Uh, I don't know. As of, what day is it? Wednesday? So yeah. this, yeah. Wednesday. The day after it went on. So it's been on, not even, well... It's been not, on 22 hours and three minutes. Yeah, I was just about to say, it's not even been on a day. No, 22 hours and three minutes, it's done 16,600 views, which is uh, shocking, to be quite frank. That's seven out of ten. Why um, though? Why is it not viewed? Because I don't know why. Why is it not being viewed? I've no idea. Because we put it on late. We did um, put it on late. It might pick up. I mean, 20 past five on a Wednesday, people still like maybe finishing off at work and stuff. Mm. That's us being But um, yeah, tell, tell all your friends about it. But um, so when we got there, I really wanted to race the Golf R, uh, which had got a racing line PCM box, which will soon be for sale. It's like a tuning box. I was talking to Ben uh, at Racing Line OEM Plus who calibrated it and we were just having a chat about calibrate, uh, tuning boxing and stuff like that. However, the M3 G80 was there. Mr. Michael Shoeblacker's um, M3 G80. Uh, um, that had a race chip on it, so mm-hmm. that was tuned as well. Uh, but the RS3, amazingly, um, raced the M5, M3 sorry, five times. Uh, it raced the OEM Plus DNWA, so the 8V, the previous generation saloon that was stage one um running 460 oddish horsepower and 630 oddish newton meters um it raced that three times and what else did it race i think it was just m2 really i don't think i raced anything else um, what he's coming to is the rs3 smashed everything it was ridiculous that car ridiculous and um off the line obviously everyone was expecting it to beat the m3 of course it was it's rear wheel drive car um However, what no one was quite um, prepared for was the fact that it never caught me up. So it never, I was expecting it to sort of, you know, it's 510 horsepower, even in standard form, it should be, you know, it should be beating me. It's got another 100 horsepower on me and more torque, but it didn't even gain, the gap remained the same um, throughout the whole, all the way up to 150 mile an hour. And uh, because obviously we had to slow down then, otherwise we'd have gone through the ale bales at the end. But yeah, that was like, Unbelievable! You can't argue with that performance, can you? No. So then he race chipped it, and the uh, first race chip race. So I don't know how much horsepower he would have had, but it in testing, you'll have seen awesome GTIs. They've got all the proper figures on all the hundred to two hundred and all that kind of stuff. But in testing with the race chip, it improved the no, the hundred to two hundred by a second, which I believe is good, um, and um, not so much on the to sixty. But then it's just trying to lay more power down from a standing start, which was never going to really, you know, improve much. More power from a standing start, if it's spinning anyway, it's exactly. just going to spin even more. Yeah, exactly. So the race chip, uh, first run with the race chip, he beat me. Second run with the race chip, I beat him. Not Amazing. Bad. And then the stage one, DNWA, 8V saloon, RS3, um, I raced him three times and beat him three times in a standard RS3, the new one. And like, that was tuned. The eight V was tuned. The eight V was tuned. Stage one, yeah, four hundred and sixty odd horsepower. So it's so it's eight Y now. It's eight Y now. Yeah, it was eight V previous. What yeah. was the previous one? Eight P P. Yeah, and previous to that, there wasn't. That was it. Yeah, P V Y. Yeah, I need to remember that. Yeah, because I'm struggling. Right. How do I remember that? I don't know. P V Y. P V Y. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try. Um. 
so uh, so yeah, for those who haven't seen the video yet, that's uh, I've you know I've pretty much fucking spoiled it for you now to be honest. But you know, if you get a chance, go and watch that's it. That's why no one's watched it. Now. It was a good. Because um, you've just told everyone. <laughs> you you this, ain't, this isn't going live till the weekend. Yeah, though, but is it? next week when it's on, you'll be like, oh, we don't need to watch it. Now. All 117 people. Oh, actually, no. There's a few people that watch on YouTube. Hey, isn't there? that's the thing. I was just looking at then. We've got 2,188 uh, subscribers on uh, the YouTube podcast. Yeah. So, we're getting, um, what we're getting, 5,000, maybe just short of 6,000 on the previous podcast. So the, anyway, whenever this goes on, it'll be all messed up anyway. Yeah. But anyway, we got nearly 6,000 views on one of the podcasts. Right. That is really, really good. Right. Because we've only got 2,000, say 200 yeah. subs, and we're getting nearly three times the views. Can you remember them days? Yeah, that's exciting to me. Because that means people are watching it and then they're thinking, oh, I might subscribe, I might not. But anyway, the people that have subscribed, get in. But the people that haven't subscribed, you know, the 6,000 people that are watching it, the skinflints, the, the cheap asses that are watching it and not subscribed to the Patreon, what, you know, help, help hey, people out with you. Imagine that, right? Yeah. We've got 6,000, say 6,000 views on that podcast number three. Yeah. Um, if 2,000 people signed up to Patreon, we would be flying. Imagine the stuff I mean, that you could get for the cars. We'd have gold cups. No, I wouldn't be fucking about with any of this. Any anything in here, I'd be I'd be doing some mad crazy shit to the cars that we've got. That's yeah, what I'd be would. doing. Supercharger time. Yeah, I, you know, and that's Super the whole time. reason behind this. You know, and I know that you've got to get something for your money, but there's people there that are watching it a week behind. Yeah, and uh, and I'm and not getting any behind the scenes shit. Not paying for it. Yeah, and it's only three quid plus that. But anyway. Uh, what I want to ask a question to people uh, watching and listening is if we diversified our channel a little bit and said we got a little bit of a unit, bit of a Matt Armstrong setup, but Matt, do, Matt does it different to us. He's like does his own work and stuff and he's got someone helping him. But we had like a mechanic, like a crazy mechanic, like Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a unit and Tom was just working on the cars for us and we was like, we've got, um, we've got a super here. Um, should we put like... Um, should we make it 800 horsepower? That's normal modifications. I'm talking about mad fabrication, putting body kit, a bit like Matt Armstrong, really, but us doing it, but with someone else. So, um, you know, like just doing mad builds and stuff. Right. So trying to squeeze the 2J into a mini or something like that. Yeah, just mad stuff like that, but stuff that needs fabrication, stuff that shouldn't be able to be done. Right. And we have a crack at it. Because let's be honest. So Tom has a crack at it. Tom, yeah, we tell him what to do. Someone like that has a crack at it. Yeah. Okay. But obviously, production costs will go, they'll oh. be up there, they'll be out of the roof, right? Yeah. Uh, but it might be worth it if we can get views on it because obviously views pays for the stuff to be done. Uh, but it interests me. To I'm do interest, some mad shit. I'm interested in that. It's like crazy mad shit that can't be done. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Yeah, of course it is. It's like these beers. Beer's 52, right? We know that can be done. You can just smash them in a night, right? You're a bit pissed well, I up. I did, actually. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. So that we know that can be done. Yeah. You can smash them in a night. Yeah. Um, so five ninety five for a night's entertainment, pretty good value, right? Yeah. Get on it. The yeah. link's in the description, by the way. But with a car, it ain't going to be five ninety five, is it? It's going to no. be a lot of, a lot of, lot of everything. Yeah. All the money's going to top up and it's going to be shitloads, yeah. It's going to be up here. You've got the car and, and then you've got obviously the wages for Tom and obviously our time and effort. Same and Tom as if it's a done deal. Does Tom know he's doing this yet? 
No, I did. I did explain to him what I was interested in, and I definitely didn't hear it. Yeah, mate. But yeah, he, he I'm was up like, for that. He was like, "Oh, yeah, that." that. No, but, no, he did. Did he? I'm not bullshitting. He, I seen his ear. If he had ears that could prick up, they pricked up, right? right? And like your soppy dog. <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> that's a, that, that's another story. Anyway, yeah. So I think he's interested in that, but right. the production costs would just they just. Oh, they'd snowball. Well, you, well, you've got somebody's wage, yearly wage, because you'd need, like, if you wouldn't have any other job. Yeah, exactly. So he's got a yearly wage there, hasn't he? And it can be financed. We have the power to do it. But is it worth doing from a production point of view? Because let's be honest, let, let's be blunt. We need to make some money. Yeah. You need paying. I can't do this for free. Tom can't do it for free. The car ain't going to be free. The modifications, the fabrication everything's not going to be free, right? No. Because it was different before. Well, we're saying before, it's different now. When we go to Awesome, we get looked after. When we go to Performance M, everywhere we go, Kyle with the S15 is looking after us because it's exposure for their businesses. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be getting looked after on anything, on our own stuff. No. So we'd have to buy it in and just like, yeah, we might get looked after. Like we had the Scorpion exhaust off, um, well, Scorpion, and they sent it to us and we appreciate that. And we've put that on the M3, and it's great. But we might get stuff like that, but yeah. we can't exactly get free labour, can we? No. You know, we can't get... We're using Awesome and uh, Performance M's ramp. We're using their electric. We're using all their tools, their technicians. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Obviously, you help out sometimes. Well, I did today. I mean, you smash them brakes. That's what I do, mate. And they look amazing. The M3 brakes look Oh, uh, are you happy that you you decided yeah. on it was like i knew for the fact i was getting negged out and i was like just it's going to take longer but 100 percent, it was well worth and when people have if you're not already seen it but when you see it it'll be like that it just everything matches up yeah and i think the black calipers forget um forget uh, aston martin on them yeah. just black calipers i don't bit I think boring it, yeah you get lost in in the because it's quite dark in the wheel well anyway isn't it yeah. so they get a bit lost in there being black they need to be a color of no, not necessarily bright yellow or or orange or anything like. that. It don't have to be or green. I know. Is it um, port? No. But yeah, let's do like green. a like a like acid a, green. Yeah, something like that. Um, so it doesn't have to be like that to stand out. But no. it does need to be a colour of some description, doesn't it? Really, to stand out. I think it's just just enough to stand out, and I think it complements the car because the car is well grey, like a bluey grey. Yeah. Is it? Um, but that's the thing. I think it brings out the that that. I mean, you might look at it and say there's no blue in it, but, but <laughs> it, to me, it isn't just a flat grey. Yeah, it's just got a tinge in it. Yeah. So, and I think the calipers bring it out. I don't know if I'll have had the wheels on it by now. I don't. Have know. you ordered them yet? No, that's why I'm saying I don't know. I feel like the out. wheels on it. Yeah, I'm dead. I'm, you literally this, were stood there. You passed me the camera at, at Performance M and said, "Hold this, I'm ordering these wheels." And you're telling me you've still not ordered them. I'm going to order them later. What are you messing about? I'm man? busy, me. I'm double busy. I mean, we're doing so much stuff. Start eight o'clock this morning. We're still working now, and it's half five, and it's time for my dinner. Is it? Uh, to be fair, I'm getting hungry. So, so are you trying to tell me we've wrapped up there? We've now? wrapped That's up. Done. We've done our two hours of yeah. talking shite right. as usual. Yeah. And if you um, watched it all the way through and listened to it, or whatever, however you've consumed this, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. For and watching, if you're not, listening. if you have watched it on, say, YouTube, for instance, and you're not signed up to our Patreon, where this goes on a week before. Um, so you get early access to this. You get bits of behind-the-scenes stuff, stuff that goes on here and on on uh, the days that we're out and about. We post pictures and videos and 
other bits you, and pieces. Yeah. Your £3 plus that makes a massive difference to our channel and the things that we can do and, and pay for and, and that kind of thing. And also, for me, it's not just about that money. It's the fact that someone is willing to give you support that money. Support the channel, yeah. And support the channel. Yeah. It, like, that's a massive thing for us because it means that people like what we're doing. Yeah. And sitting here, you know, we have conversations all the time. So we're just recording these conversations, which is fine to us. This isn't, this isn't like a manufactured conversation. This is just us talking. Yeah, definitely. So, and it's good that someone's willing to pay. Um, it is. Uh, yeah, because I have to fucking do it for nothing. So uh, I have to listen to your shit all day, every day. Yeah, what do you think I've done for the last fucking two years? <laughs> hey, I'm fucking, I'm full of decent shit, me. It's you that talks absolute bollocks for two hours. Do you know what? That's what I think of that. It's not even working <laughs> anymore. Why is that? There you go. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Why didn't that one work then? You broke it. Oh, oh that's it. It's the short one, isn't it? So maybe on podcast seventy-five, <laughs> we might not. We might not know. Well, we probably still well, won't know. You still what got these your are. cover thing that you can put your labels yeah, on. Yeah, and I'm going to have used. to do that. But it's another job in the list, isn't it? But anyway, we need to go. We do. It's dinner time. Thank, Thank you very you, much, every single one of you. See you later. See you Bye. Trap. <laughs>